What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams, and I'm back in here with another YouTube, <laughs> a YouTube live stream. What is that sound effect? New, 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 new world order. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night. Wait a minute. Gordita. All right. And we are here for Tuesday night for our slow Tuesday in our rotation. And we got to do our honors today since I did forget about her. And baby, I forgot about you. I'm sorry. Hold on for a second. I'm sorry for 2004. Hey, why didn't not let me bring it up? All right. They not even let me bring it up on the screen. All right. Hopefully you guys can hear this. Uh, let's do our moment for our Tuesday night. Gordita. What's the question? What's up, body count? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not gonna lie. No, not your your body count. What do you mean? How many three, 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 three. Oh no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh no, I can't count that. Bodies have you had sex with? Oh no, I can't count that. <laughs> oh. No, I cannot. <laughs> Let's just say it's more than the ten fingers, okay? Okay. <laughs> All the humanity. And oh my goodness, all the humanity. All the humanity. Man, it's more than the 10 fingers. I want to see those guys. All right, shout out to our Tuesday night. Gordita. Indeed. Gordita. All right, uh, shout out to her. We got a great show, man. I think this is going to be, we'll stay on track. I know the evening show is a little bit loosey-goosey. All right, the morning show, I'll be out there Throwing out information. It's a little bit more loosey-goosey. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a, a Korean man is a passport bro. Shout out to the uh, Korean passport bro. This is going to be great. But there's a twist. He's not so, so much a passport bro like the passport bros are in America. This guy wants a straggle-daggle from the community. He's a passport bro from Korea. And he wants to bring his ass over here. Uh-oh. And he wants to go to the community. All right, my man. Over there. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, he's got his Korean passport, and he's bringing his ass over here, getting on the, Amer the Korean airlines, and he wants to straggle-daggle. <laughs> so he's a passport. Shout-out to the Korean passport bros. Uh, everybody has the grass is greener on the other side. Everybody in Asia wants white women, and then everybody in Korea wants black women everybody in america don't want black women they want to go over there and get asian women mm. <laughs> i love it we're gonna have our man marquise brownlee shout out to him he's a big youtuber i'm a big fan of him he's gonna explain one of the problems i had with electrical vehicles and i'm surprised that people are catching on a little too slow i don't even have an ev and i already called this shit out mm. you know Marcus, marcus brother you just now figuring this out. <laughs> All right. Shout out to them. We're going to talk about the state of the whole economy since they're doing the state of the union address. And I'm going to imagine Joe Biden sounding something like this. All right. Um, and then we're also going to talk about uh, is your daughter. This this woman's daughter using their. Wait a minute. Is this daughter using his daughter? Who typed this shit up? Kaylee, you're fired. All right. Hold on for a second. Is this woman using. His, her daughter against the father. That's what it should say. 
and I'll fix that later on. And then we'll talk about the main event, which is a woman rejects a man at a dinner date because of this reason why men should not mind rejection or what our mindset should be towards rejection. Not saying you should be cold approaching in the status of cold approaching, but why rejection period shouldn't lower your self-esteem. All right, let's get into the day show to contribute to the day show. Dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo coach Greg Adams TV PayPal paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams and it's pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel and you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel and I don't have a job if you were wanting to know what the private investigators are in here trying to snoop around and sniff I ain't got no job all right I mess with gorditas every Tuesday that's what I do chimichangas enchiladas court quesadillas quesadillas yes quesadillas all right albert wesker says rejection means you saved yourself from a headache you saved yourself from a headache rejection means you saved yourself from a headache uh, many times you have saved yourself from a headache i saw this nice little instagram model today i was having lunch with a dear colleague of mine well it's not a colleague because that means i would have to have a job all right it was a p- person i know um and Body was on point. She had the lip, the breast implants. He had everything but the BBL. Bad Latina chick. All right. But that looked like a pure headache to me. All right. All I would do is just do uh, that looked like a whole headache. She was that done up. You know what I mean? Her lips were a little too. But she was bad. She was badder than the bone. But I was like, I would just go ahead. And how much is this going to cost tonight? Okay. I, this is simple. You know what I mean? I got money. I'll just go ahead and test drive it. <laughs> yep. She was bad from her toes through to, to her earlobe. She was bad from her toes through her earlobe. But, uh, oh, yeah, man, man eater. She probably make you jump through hoops and hurdles. I'm just going to pay the fee. It just. I got money. Yeah, man. She looks high maintenance costs. And it is not getting women. Because everybody keeps saying that. Well, how you get women? Guys, getting women is one thing. Maintaining a woman is a whole nother ball game. Repairing them is another ball game. Almost the, the repair costs are just out of the window. And then replacing them, guys, you guys know the cost. All right, shout out to travel with Mateo. 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 Coach Guy's going to make a guy. Coach Guy. Guy got to make a show on how a simp is the worst position you can be put in and how married men push you to become a simp. Uh, yes, dude, there's a lot of conditioning. You know, there's, you know, the husbands. Shout out to my husbands of the world. You're watching me. Your wife doesn't even know it. You're watching me right here, like sniggling. <laughs> she catch you finally. What are you laughing at? What are you watching? A uh, honey deer. Uh, yeah, baby doll. Honey boo boo. Scrumpskin pumpkin. I'm watching Coach Greg Adams. Well, what does he coach? <laughs> you got to explain it well. He coaches men. He coaches men about what? What does he coach men about? Let me hear him. Let me hear what he has to say. And you sniggling. <laughs> okay, uh, you might not be comfortable with this. And then you put me on all at the wrong time. I'll be talking about junior college girls, 10 toes up, 18, 19-year-olds. I'll be like, oh, man, I was at the junior college, terror, 18 That's the first thing she hears. She listens and she's like, what is this? This is reprehensible. Who let this shit on YouTube? 
I'll be talking about junior college, all kind of Jasmine Rice, tearing them up, just with like 19 sophomore uh, graduation, sophomore graduate, just a <laughs> she jump off. She listened with her headphones. What is this? You you find this funny? You think this is funny? This is reprehensible. I'm gonna report this. Mm. <laughs> Poor husbands. Then you'd be like, why would you watch this? You're not getting any tonight. You're watching stuff like this. If you think this is funny, no wonder I caught you looking at the neighbor girl the other day. She's home from college. Are you thinking about dick getting with the neighbor girl? You want to make her your little girlfriend? Oh, my God. You need therapy. <laughs> Shout out. Somebody says their wife actually likes the show. Appreciate that, man. I actually had a wife, a husband and wife team uh, meet me at uh, the Cheesecake Factory. And she was smiling. She was like, hey, man, you funny. All right. The husband watched me. The wife watched me. They were sniggling just looking at me. <laughs> yeah. They were just looking at me, sniggling, like, tell a joke. All right, peace leave. Tell it. You know how people be like, tell that joke. Tell that joke. All right, talk about, talk, do your accent, your Mississippi accent. Do it. <laughs> oh, anyway. Where are we at? Uh, let me see. Amin is in the building. Sadala says the jumper cable girl held the hood up with an umbrella. Exactly. You saw that too. I'm, I missed that part, but yes. Bad news. Ricky Webster. I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toes. Props, dude. Thank you, brother, man. And TJ Fax says, hey, coach, why were you training married women? Oh, that's, uh, he says, that's asking for problems with the husband. The issue you had was on you for taking the risk in the first place. Hold up. I got I got I got a song for you. I got a song for you. Hold up for a second. Hold up. I got a picture for you too. <laughs> I also have another sound effect for you. Hold up for a second. Let me get it real quick. Ninja, please. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Is there another sound effect? Can I do another sound effect? Hold on for a second. Hold up. It's so hard for me to sit back here in this studio looking at a guy out here hollering my name. Anyway, let me see. Let me go. <laughs> Oh, man, that, this stream is going to come down just because I played that sound effect, but I couldn't even help it. I couldn't even help it <laughs> for a second. Sometimes they throw you off. Oh, man. Whew. Shout out to Jay Flo so, says for the excursion fun on the cash app. Coach gang. DGC more. Thank you for being here again on the cash app. Where are we at here? He was like, man, I got him. I'm going to get him with this one. Thou shall not train married women. <laughs> Jesus. Right? Uh, if He might still be confused as to why I'm going in on him on this one. You ninja want me to start a business and just eliminate married women for the whole thing, bro. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
This can't be serious, man. You can't be serious. All right. How about how, how about uh, any clothing store? How about Target start eliminating married men from the? Okay, if you're a married man, you can't come in a Target. Where are we at? Macaroni Tony, to sum up the stream earlier, for those who missed it, I'll put it like this. CGA said, quote, I appreciate your drive, Willie, but you got to have vision. You got to have vision. All right, shout out to him. And he says, men, attraction doesn't equal self-worth. Again, attraction doesn't equal self-worth. It's all subjective. Don't get sour over one grape when there's a whole vineyard out here. Shout out to you, man. Thank you, brother, for that. A lot of dudes, man, you be thinking you're losing, but you're winning. All right, you might lose, can't lose. You might lose one, but you, I can't remember it anyway. You just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. I got two more, and I'm going to get into the show. This is Jay Cool. What did Jay Cool have to say? It's a little slow. I mean, Sadala says, don't XX is cooking clean after work when living alone. Yes, they do, which is a paradox. I'm actually confused about that, ladies. But but you might find that women don't actually cook and clean. Uh, a lot of women that I've gone over their houses, their houses are despicable. All right. Let me see. I did have a little video on that one. So many of them don't cook or clean. All right. And, and I'm going to tell you the secret place to look. If you ever want to look, you go over a woman's house. Okay. Some of y'all ain't going to get this opportunity. But if you go to her house, I want you to look in one place, one place. That's going to tell you how disgusting she is. Anybody want to guess what it is? Shout out to J. Cool. I have only two choices to make on a daily. Face my challenges or feel sorry for myself. I would rather take an L than cry in the corner. All right. Th there you go right there. Oh, you guys have one that I forgot. But yes, he said the car. The bathroom. I'm going to give you all another one because you guys are right. The bathroom. But that's kind of out in the open. But that bathroom is going to be disgusting. Ladies, clean your bathroom. Clean your bathroom. It's going to be bad. It's bad there. No government name, CGA, any pointers are on starting a podcast. Yes, join the money mindset. Join the money mindset. All right, or get some individual coaching, man. I'm telling you, dude, I'm helping this dude out. He, br he brought me on to set up his whole thing. I'm a social media manager. Well, let me take it back. I'm volunteering to help this guy. <laughs> I'm volunteering to help a man set up his social media, and he's going to refer me clients if I do a good job. But I'm volunteering. All right. Anyway, let's get to the the nastiest place that you must. Oh, somebody just said it here. Uh, very close. Um, and I can't see all of the guesses here. Okay, check this out. You're gonna check. Most women are gonna have this closet. All right, the closet is gonna be the one. They have two doors or two mirrors. You can push the closet this way or this way. You can push the closet this way or this way. Everybody with me so far. So there's a closet. Uh, it, you can't walk in. It's not a walk-in closet, but it's a closet in their bedroom. Sometimes it's just one door. That closet, the door in the corner closest to the, away from the door, closest to the, further the, that closet over there, there's a bunch of shit in that closet over there and is completely disorganized. Mm. It's chaos. It's all kind of stuff down there. All right. She got stuff from a year or two ago. She ain't picked up them clothes. Let Ladies, let them know. Let them know. Draws, underwear, stains, doo-doo stains, period stains. All the way. That, that mirror. 
the mirror closet, that one right there, or whatever that closet is, in the corner of that closet is some absolutely disgusting behavior going on in there. All right, so if you want to really check, open that closet door, just be like this, close that, open that closet door and look in that mug, and you'll be like, damn. Yeah, that one's a bad one. That one's a bad one. So, ladies, go in and clean your closet out. I know your secrets. I know your secrets. Clean out that closet. That's why they got the song, Cleaning Out My Closet. Yep, men's hoodies. All right, uh, old rust, old panties with your old DNA on it. Stuff that didn't make it to the cleaners. This is why they always go and shopping, shopping for cars. I mean, shopping for clothes. I don't have any clothes. You're like, how? Ever check their closet, clothes, boy, like closet back? They didn't got no clothes because they all on the floor down there. Mm. Toys. I'm like, if you actually washed your clothes, let me ask y'all this. Let me ask y'all this. When was the last time you seen a woman folding her laundry? When was the last time you popped over and you just saw a woman just folding her laundry, putting it up there, putting the sleeves in, tucking it in, flipping it? She had a stack of laundry. Hold on. Let me let me put my clothes. <laughs> All right, let me put my clothes in the, let me put them in my drawers. You know what I mean? She rolling her panties up, pulling her panties. She got her panty collection. <laughs> All right, man, please, dude. They, what was the last time you be doing? They don't be doing it. They just be like, put them things in there. They still in the hamper in their closet. And then they just fold over because the next week she do her laundry and throw the clean clothes on the dirty clothes in the hamper. You ain't even seen the hamper. You'd be like, where the hamper at? <laughs> Ladies, if you wash your clothes and fold them, put a one in the chat. Yo, no, I ain't lying. There's some women right now, right? Right? No, man. You guys know I'm lying. All right. You know, I'm sorry. You know I ain't lying. Let's get to the show. Let's kick it off. Oh, oh, this is what I was going to show you. This is a gentleman. Allegedly, this is a rapper. Uh, it says St. Louis rapper. I don't know what his name is. Is it Head? His name is Head. And his name is Head. I don't know, man. Pause. Calls out his baby mom for her living conditions while raising his child. This guy's is a mega, mega problem. Let's go ahead and play it. Wait. What happened? All right. Hold on for a second. Let me refresh it and play it. Oh, here it is right here. Okay. All right. Here we go. So, wait. I can't hear it either. Is there sound? All right. Oh. So you see, look, I, what is this? Porridge? What is that? Porridge? You see all that trash? Look at that. Oh, my goodness. This is why they don't want to cook and clean. This is why they don't want to look at this. Do, do not, man, I'm going to tell you if my dishes get piled in the sink like that and I didn't do it, I'm yelling at somebody. The, the house is going to be shaking. The roof is going to blow off of this dome. I am not, I don't play that shit. Oh, there's no reason for this shit. There's a dishwasher right next to the damn sink many times. I guess if you're in poverty. This is how you get pests. Look at this. And the food's not even rinsed off the plate. Oh, I don't have time. I cannot stand lazy listen like that. This is this type of laziness I cannot do. I'm going to tell you right now. Ladies, you could not live with me. You cannot live with me 
Uh, people are like, we can get into a relationship. Let me tell you something. If you do this shit at my house, I will, I will, I will open up a can of whoop ass verbally on you. There's no way. Look, look at this right here. Look at it. Look at this trash. What is this? Look at this garbage. Look at the microwave on a water cooler. Man, I tell you what, man. People's economic condition is their own fault many times like this dude tried to blame. This look at this despicable, disgusting creature. I don't care who this is, man or woman. Look at the trash and filth. And these people got custody of their man, I tell you. So he's picking up his kid. He's picking up his kid and I'm turning the volume down. There's no need to even have it on. He's picking up his kid. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Man, I tell you, look there's not a lot of human beings that are compatible with me. I will lay into your ass if I come home and my house look like that. I don't care if you got five jobs. All right. And if I didn't put them dishes in the sink, oh, man. Dude, I'm going to tell you, when I had a female roommate, I had three female roommates, but I'm going to tell you, I had this female roommate that um she would not properly wash the dishes and she would leave dishes in the sink. What would happen is she'd bring her boyfriend over and she cooked for them. And then she leave the sinks and the, the, the dishes in the, in the sink. And then the next day she'd go to work and then she would come back and then she'd come back, you know, evening time and the dishes are still in there. And then what she's with her boyfriend. She got something to do. So the dishes are in there two days. I took them dishes out of the sink. This is how I did. I took them dishes out of the sink and I put them on her bed. All them dishes, whatever it was, fork, spoon. She made, you know, some sort of steak on a, uh, she she broiled some steak. All of that shit. I took them dishes, put them right on her bed. Mm. All on her bedspread. I didn't care about nothing where it leaked. I put them shits on her bed. All right. And she came home. You know what? I'm just waiting for her. I'm sitting in my room. I hear the door unlocked. She come in. I'm a minute. Do I'm cold. People think I'm not cold. I'm cold as a mother sucker. I don't play when it come to me, man. I put them shit right on her bed. She came in the house. She came in the apartment with her boyfriend. She came to the apartment with her boyfriend. Um, I'm sitting there. My door, my door is right when the door opens. I'm just sitting there waiting for her to come home. She literally came home. I heard them stop at her bedroom door. Gasp. Huh? And everything was quiet as a mother sucker. So I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for her to come to my door. And I'm waiting for her simp-ass boyfriend to come, too. I was like, bring your ass. And so guess what? <laughs> Richard Petty. So I'm just sitting up there waiting for them to uh, start, spark this shit off. She didn't say nothing. She went in the kitchen. She put them, she put them, um, she put them dishes in the back in the kitchen. And I heard her washing the dishes. And then after she got done, she was crying. <laughs> <laughs> she was crying crying on his shoulder lay your head on my pillow and just relax relax <laughs> but i was waiting for his ass to come to the door because i was like yeah uh, i got something for your ass right over here sitting here and it's cold as a mother sucker and it need to get warmed up bring your ass all right <laughs> dude i'm telling you man I don't play when it comes to my cleanliness and shit like that. Now, if I get lazy from time to time, I'll give myself a pass. But, man, ain't nobody coming up in a place that I I pay rent in. You ain't going to disrespect me like that. That's disrespect. 
All right, where are we at here? We're going to get back in here. Uh, Korean man is a passport bro. Shout out to the passport bro. Everybody think I hate them. I don't. I just, I'm just a real realist when it comes to this ish, and I want men to know all information. But it sounds like a Korean man, a Korean brother, he's a passport bro too, but he wants to come to the community. Hold on for a second. Let's play this brother right here. He's a reverse passport bro. What are we doing here, my man? He like, I'm the anti-passport bro. He's like the inverse passport bro. He's over there. I'm trying to smash Koreans. And he's over there like, you got any more of them ninja chicks? Let's go ahead and listen to this, brother. <laughs> you got any more ninja chicks? I heard they litty. I can date with black girl. Can I ask you why, you, why you're open to dating black women? Because I like, uh, like Beyonce. Oh, like yeah, like that. They're very good body. They have good yeah. body. Yeah, big, big boob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like black girl. Yeah, he said. Yeah, that's brother starving. <laughs> My man said, "Yeah." Yeah, that's brother starving. <laughs> he wanted my light skinned sister. Can't resist the red beans and rice. Didn't miss her. My man said. My man calling y'all. Attention, all ladies. I like ass and titties. All right, that's what he said. I can date with black girl. Can I ask you why you why you're open to dating black women? Because I like uh, like Beyonce. Oh, like yeah, like that. Yeah. They're very good body. They have good yeah. body. Yeah, big big boob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like oh, black girl. Oh, you like, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's brother starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> he said, "I like it. I like it. Like a black girl." Black girl with the titties, all right, and the booties, big boobies, all right. Because, look, man, just to be honest with him, hey, I get what he's saying, man. Them Asian girls be having tiny little raisin titties, and I ain't mad at them. I likes them too. I likes them too. You know what I mean? I don't have to, you know, I've been having my share of the big melons. I'm not a big melon fan per se, not that I don't turn them down, but it doesn't not be a requirement. They be getting in the way half the time. I be like, nah. That's just too much, too much, too much. Get that shit out of there. Raisins. <laughs> just a little in my mouth. All right, but uh, anyway, boys, hey, stay focused. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. So I'll bring him over here. I have a bunch of straggle daggles that I refuse to touch, and I'll go over there and be touching, putting hands up on hips. All right? I'll be putting hands up on plenty, plenty of hips. I don't need no mouthful, just a little bit. I just plop them in my mouth like. Anyway. And until you until you've been there, you just don't know, man. I'll be liking them slim and petite and. This is going too far. Uh, yeah, man. Anyway. Yeah, I like them thin, small, right? You know, just. So we're going to make a fair trade passport, bros. If you guys ever want to barter. You got a brother that's going to be with y'all. He'll take up all. He'll clean up all of the sisters for y'all. He'll clean up all of the black women. He can't wait to get over here. But the funny thing was, he wants Beyonce, though. He wants Beyonce. See, he's going to be messed up when he comes over here. Because he thinks he's going to come over here and get Beyonce. Uh-oh. That's going to be a mess for him. Poor guy. He's going to touch down in a place like Savannah, Georgia. They're going to be... No Beyonce's there. None. All right, so let's get to the next one. MKBHD, which I call him, I think it's Marquise Brownlee. 
shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. He has a tech channel, uh, millions and millions of subscribers. And I'm going to have to fair use my man Marquise or Marcus. Uh, let me just tell you, brother, you, you know how it works on YouTube. Yes, we're going to have to fair use principles. You right here. Oh, excerpts of copyrighted material may earn a certain circumstances be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without need for permission from or payment to the copyright holder. Shout out to him. But he knows the YouTube game. He interviewed Elon Musk. All right, he's big time in these streets. And, and uh, sisters, you know what I mean? Sisters is like, I think one time Marquise Brownlee got in trouble because he was dating, uh, I think he was dating, I can't remember what, it might have been a white girl, I don't know. But then the sisters was like, well, why can't, why can't he date a sister? Mm. Like sister, like he's not the type of dude that sister's going to be running to. He could have took a black queen up on his rise and he could have had her ready to go, but he chose to go with the white girl. They always do that. Well, he's a tech guy. He's kind of nerdy, if you will, or an educated lame, and he doesn't speak with street slang. He doesn't have dreadnoughts and braids and cornrows. Sisters wasn't checking for him, not until he became a millionaire. And Marcus is like, I'm rich, All right, so shout out to him. They wasn't checking for him. And he's like, yo, what am I supposed to do? I got this girl. Her name is Becky with the red hair, and I'm with it. Let's listen to this, bro. Oh, by the way, let me set up the video. Marquise Brownlee is going to talk about exactly what I was saying about electrical vehicles. Now, I might get me an electrical vehicle at some point. Maybe it's not in the plans for the, at least the next three years, unless I just become filthy, rotten, rich after I get a job. But my man got 16.6 million subscribers, man. Let's give him a round of applause, man, to celebrate the brothers that is doing it big. 16.6 million. And I said, and I want you guys to see if you remember, I said there's two main issues that I'm looking at with electrical vehicles, with EVs, that I'm like, it ain't time yet. Nope, nope, nope. If anybody remembers the two things that I said are going to hamper most people with the EVs, put it in the comment section. Put it in the comment section. And he's going to figure this out. By the way, Marquise, if you're watching me, I don't know why you would be watching me, but I remember when you got your Tesla. I remember because I remember you did the video. This is how much I've been following you. You did the video of the Tesla uh, automatic parking. I remember, bro. I remember. So don't, don't give me a copyright. I was there when you bought the vehicle. I remember. And shout out to the average consumer, too. I think his name is the average consumer. Your average consumer. I like both of those brothers. Um, people are saying it. It's no infrastructure. No infrastructure. I was like, dude, the car is fine. Yes, it's good. The battery, y'all going to get finessed on the battery. That's a issue for five years down the road. I said the infrastructure is not there. Now, he's going to do an entire video. He's been a Tesla owner for at least two or three years, I know. I said the infrastructure is not there. I don't care if you think it's going to be there in the future. It will be not, and it is certainly not here now. The infrastructure is not ready. Now, go ahead. We'll let him explain it, and he's going to talk about some of the main problems he's seen as an owner. Let's go ahead and play it. So a couple days ago, I went out to get food. Okay, sorry. Sisters, I'm going to tell y'all, sisters, and this is why I don't feel sorry for y'all single mama asses. 
is because you never give brothers like this a chance. Okay, but I'm not going to make it about him. But it's brothers like this that y'all overlook and y'all running around in your little heels and your little skirt and your party shaking ass, having ba other men's babies. And these brothers, you will never give a chance. Listen, I can't negotiate with attraction. But look, it ain't about attraction. Marriage has never been. And we'll show you about that. But you guys never give these dudes a chance. And then when they go off with another race of women or go overseas, y'all mad. Anyway, let's continue. So a couple days ago, I went out to get food. This is like two days ago. This is what inspired this video. I went to go get food and it was at this like mall plaza where there's a food place I like. I pull up, I park, I start walking over and this lady like flags me down. Hey, hey, can you help me with something real quick? It wasn't a black woman. Hey, uh, uh, sisters, y'all need to give brothers like this a chance, but let's continue. They are done dried up like the Sahara Desert listening to this guy. But anyway, I was like, uh, sure. Yeah, why not? I, I walk over and she's pointing at an electric car in a charging spot. And she says, can you help me? I can't figure out how to get this to charge. Fair use. I go, oh, yeah, of course. She, she saw that I pulled up in this electric car. So she figured this person knows how this works. And uh, so in this whole, you know, mall plaza, there's like two electric car charging spots right in the corner. Word. She parked and she was like, I can't get it to work. I can't get it to plug in. All right. All right. So um, we're dealing with this situation here. Uh, one of the issues that I talked about, and I have to, for fair use, pause the video. I can't just let it play. I have to offer my criticism and commentary and analytics or analyzing. In this situation, normies are normies. Mouth breathers are mouth breathers. Knuckle draggers are knuckle draggers. And oxygen thieves are oxygen thieves. There's a lot of dumbasses in America. So if I'm just going to assume that somebody's going to be able to figure this new thing out, most people's learning curve is not there, right? So most people are going to have a tremendous learning, learning curve just getting the shit to work. Now, this is what he's experiencing here. Let's go back to the bowl the film. It's this lady and her son or, or a, per, a person that she's with, younger guy, and then she's trying to figure this out. First things first, it's a Tesla, and this is a charge point charging station. She says, I can't figure it out. It doesn't plug in. I said, oh, of course, you, you need the adapter that comes in the trunk. And as it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, That's, that doesn't sound easy. Uh, <laughs> but do you have the adapter? She said, what are you talking about? Again, proving my point, most people are morons, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> they don't know where to go. Sheeple don't know. Yeah, sheeple don't know. They the normies don't know what to do. They just go normie. That's why you can't change stuff up on them. But I do believe EVs are the future. I'm just telling you right now. Too too many normies. I uh, I open the trunk for her. I get the little Tesla bag with the adapter in. Ladies it from CCS to the Tesla. Ladies, come on, man. This is serious. So plug. I said you plug this on here. And then plug it in and it should work. She said, I'm sorry, I don't know any of this. It's my son's car. The battery's low. I just need to get it to charge. I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine. It plugs in, uh, but it doesn't start charging because it's a charge point charger and you need to pay and initiate it to start charging. Uh oh. And so I, I, uh, I don't need to spend money on gas. Mm. Remember all that money you was going to spend saving on gas? Mm. Hey, uh, put how much the charge point chargers cost. To charge up your EV. Hey, put how many, look, put how many, hey, for all of my EV owners, put how much you have to pay for the charge point charger. Anybody? I don't know, because I don't know. I don't know. 
I have no clue, but I just want to let you, so, you know, because brothers, y'all got to let us know, uh, first of all. And second of all, what I want to show you is this right here proves once again that people don't know what they're doing out here. And this is what your car salesman doing when you walk off the lot. Indeed. And there's no music. Indeed. Indeed. All right. So that's what y'all car salesmen been looking at. Now y'all dumbasses on there by yourself. All right. So let's go back to Marquise's video here. We can't even get the charge point charger. Anybody know how much? $511. It takes four. Oh, yeah. We we already did that. Somebody said 20 bucks. 20 bucks. All right. How often do you have to, to do it? But let's continue. I said, do you have a charge point account? As it comes out of my mouth, I know... The answer nope. is no, and she's she's trying to just get it to work. And I said, okay, as long as you have tap to pay right here, you you don't need to, you don't need to count. You just plug it in like you just did. Uh -huh. Tap to pay with your phone, and it should start. So she does. I hear a little beep sound. The charger light turns blue. I go, all right, you should be good. That should turn green in a few seconds. You should be good. Okay. All right. So we good. All right. Here we go. I walk in. I go get my food. I got takeout because I wanted it. I grabbed it. And I come back out and I walk back towards my car and she's like flagging me down again. I walk over there. It's not working. It's still blue. It hasn't. Oh, my goodness. I'm in a bind, Nate. Man, ladies. Hey, if it were. Oh, I don't need no man. I don't need no man. And y'all walking around here don't need no man. You big dummy. Come on, ladies. Figure the ish out. We got 20 to 30 bucks. She's standing there for two hours, 45 minutes. Can't figure it out. You big dummy. Yeah, man. Come on, lady started yet and a little screen on the charge point charger just says like charging not started and the car which it's a it's a model three that she's in it's got the screen up and it shows that it sees that it's plugged in but it just isn't getting power and at this point i'm like uh this could be one of those things where you don't really know what's wrong there's a car right next to her at the other electric car charging spot and that person has crossed the wire from one side to the other and it is charging now let me just stop and offer some criticism and commentary. There's a couple of problems with that. Number one, there's no Tesla repair shops. So if your Tesla goes bad, you got to wait till Tesla's service department opens up. There's no places on the corners that have, oh, we'll work on the Tesla. That's number one. Number two, if the battery is dead, you cannot tow the Tesla. You cannot tow it. Or they might have had some situation where they, a year ago I was told, you cannot, you cannot tow a Tesla if the battery is dead. Meaning if the battery is dead, you can't start, you can't get the car and to throw it in the neutral. So you can't even flatbed tow it. You can't even flatbed tow it because the flatbed is like this. You can't put the car in neutral to get it up there. I think maybe, I think the, the car is locked. You can't get the car to move. Oh, it's flatbed only? So they're telling me my our brothers here that work in the uh, towing industry said flatbeds all right but i was told you can even flatbed it because you can't get the power on to put it in the neutral okay so it says lift is a lift is a q flatbed okay so this is this is what you're gonna encounter here somebody said flatbacks let's go ahead and go here and again this will come up but we're not ready for this no i'm not saying don't buy a tesla somebody said not true i was told by a tow truck driver that you could not do it. 
You can't put it in the you can't put it in the neutral. But there he was like he can't he can't toll. So let's continue. And I, I kind of figured like that person might know that the other one's broken, which is why they crossed the wire. Maybe this one's broken. And so I try to explain this all to her, and I'm I'm like telling her, you know, if you can find a Tesla supercharger, I know there's one five minutes away. That'll be much faster. It's plug and play. You don't need the adapter. But my point to all of this is the charging infrastructure is just as important to the electric car experience uh -huh. as the car itself. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. Remember, I was saying that, by the way, we do have some people here um, that are saying right here. That's exactly what I said. Hold on for a second. We had a brother that said, is this Frank? Frank right, right there says right there, this is true. I watched a YouTube video from an auto repo guy who said the same thing. Okay. I'm sorry. I paused you there, man. I didn't mean to pause you there like that. But right there. All right. In auto repo, you can't tow, you can't tow the car. Um, let's continue right there. I said that that's my main problem. I said the infrastructure around the ownership is gonna make some things convenient. Also, also. I know one Tesla owner that damaged their quarter panel. People don't know this shit. He says, and Elon Musk is going to give me a call. Um, I know a woman who damaged her quarter panel. She backed into one of those little uh, yellow poles that you really don't see sometimes. She backed in it. And then this was early on. So I would say this is like four years ago. So they might have changed this. But Teslas are made to order meaning there's no spare parts. They're not making spare parts to these vehicles because it's basically a computer. It's more than it is an automobile. And they don't make spare parts. They're not like, let's make spare quarter panels in these colors. They're just making them to order. Hold on. Batch hatch is keep going in here, guys. Do whatever you're disagreeing about. Please disagree you're going and saying you just you're just trolling and I'm going to have to pop your ass out of here. OK, you have to express your disagreement, but they don't make spare parts. What happens is if you damage a quarter panel, they have to produce the quarter panel for you to slap it on. They don't have a place where they have excess parts. And you'd be like, OK, nor do they have body shops that they're going to work on a Tesla. If they do, it's very few and far between. As a matter of fact, you will find Tesla trucks that will come to you to do these things. And the Tesla truck that comes to you as a repair truck is a Ford. No AutoZone, no nothing. But I'm going I'm to time your ass out if, you, if you're telling me this. There's nothing. So if you, at this time, when I knew her, this was four years ago, she damaged her quarter panel. She had to wait eight months for a replacement quarter panel. Now, it might be different today, but she waited because she was one of the earlier persons. She literally had to wait eight months for the, ex for the extra quarter panel to be produced because they're not producing spare parts. So eventually they had to just catch up, catch up, catch up, catch up, catch up. And then they finally was like, hey, we got your quarter panel. It was like eight months later. Now, the dude that was in here that was trolling, he was wrong. See, if you say stuff like that when I'm doing my show, you're going to get bumped out. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a, a person, a great supporter. Do not do that. What you do is you express 
if you believe I'm wrong, say where I'm wrong, and I'll put your comment up here, okay? But there's no pick-apart place with excessive um, excessive um, of spare parts of Tesla. There's none. So you have an inconvenience if you do have an accident, if you do run your bumper up against the, the wall, the garage, something falls on your roof, you have an inconvenience. This is what people aren't talking about. And normies figure that shit out like way down the line. All right, you figure it out way down the line. And I'm just telling you, this is a problem. It's a problem until they catch up. Now, let's hear somebody says, yep, factory part produ factories produce parts only. All right, let's continue here. So you see here. Now, you do what you want to do. I think Tesla is going to, at some particular point, catch up. But right now, they're not. Let's continue. Right. Like try imagine explaining to your parents, your grandparents or anyone who's not super adept with technology, exactly. especially that instead of going to a gas station, they need to make sure they find a working charger with the right adapter and all this. It might, oh, it might take longer. Shit. It might be a slower charger. It might be broken like this experience. And that, there's been versions of this before where it's like people are like actually genuinely mad. And they're like, I don't think the electric car thing is for me. See? countless examples and it keeps bringing this to light where it's like the cars are one thing and i love reviewing the cars and i keep making videos about the cars because i think they're getting so good but on the other hand it's way less sexy and interesting to make a video about the charging infrastructure there we go or the public chargers available yep. or the free chargers or the paid chargers but they are literally half the story yeah, see I'm dude you hit it and this is a guy that's owned teslas for years and it's not just Teslas, it's electrical cars, right? And I know they're going to be looking at me today. New, 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 new world I told you, I said, they don't have the infrastructure. Now you got adapters. Now you got fast chargers, slow chargers. Um, you're sitting there, people, you got the learning curve of old people. Um, you have people that don't realize how long it takes to power up. I mean, look, you might have a fine situation, but he's saying people aren't making the videos telling you about these issues. Right. He's telling a guy, uh, she's telling a lady, go five miles down the road to a fast charger. But what if my charger, my, what if my car ain't charged up? What if my car ain't charged up? I'm supposed to go five miles down the road for the fast charger. I still got a problem here. OK, so let's continue. He's got more to say. And this is a guy that's owned them for a while. And he kind of is just now figuring it out, I, I'm, which is mind boggling to me. I figured this shit out right from the rip just as important as the car itself we've got a bunch of chargers in the front of our studio actually uh there's about half a dozen there's six of them now i've been in this studio building for six seven years something like that so i'm a really good tenant i'm i'm in touch with the building management and when they told me that they're going to put some electric car chargers in, i was like oh great yeah, I have an electric car. There's some plug-in hybrids I see in the parking lot. There's some other electric cars that are uh -huh. great. They put them in. It's been about a year, and those of those six, uh -oh. one of them has completely broken and no longer has a cable. What? Not sure why. One of them, uh, several of them, and I'll put a little clip in this video so you can see, is they're extremely finicky about exactly how you have to plug it Bruh. in. So not only is there an adapter on my car, then I have to twist, bend the cable around just right to get the pin to go through and for it to recognize that it's charging or not. Here, look at this clip and see just exactly what I'm talking about. 
so it so they got the chargers they got six of them one works you got a jimmy rigged them up <laughs> i know all people aren't experiencing this but just so you know this is going this is going to be a major problem you got california by 2035 telling us we're going to be ready i do we're not going to be ready we're not going to be and and some states have backed off of it some states have said you know what we said 2030 but we're not going to be ready this is very very clear if we know things about electricity it's finicky it is finicky i'm not saying gas is better i'm just saying it's finicky meaning that you know even your iphone charger dies off at a certain point now you got to reinvest money to fix these chargers and install new ones I, I don't see it man i just don't see it ready to go it's insane it's like if the wind blows too hard i get a notification on my phone saying your car stopped charging it's like this is the type of thing you don't want regular people to have to deal with as an early adopter i'm totally willing to go out of my way exactly to do this stuff but my point is yeah the electric car charging experience is way behind the electric car that's all I'm saying, guys. That's all I'm saying. And I've been saying that from the beginning. That's all I've been saying. I'm like, it's just behind. We're, we're, we have the cars for the last 10 years, but we're 20 years behind on the infrastructure. That's all I've been saying. Look, they're cool cars. You're driving a computer on wheels, all right? And the majority of time, I think in the next 50 years, we'll all be driving computers on wheels. Gas will be, got, gas will be out. But forcing people to do it, remember, forcing people to do it is not my, in my favor. Right. Don't just force me to do it. Have your shit in order before you force me to do it. And that goes for a poke. That goes for EV cars and all of that. We're not ready. The grid, the chargers, yeah. the maintenance, all this stuff. Oh, what? The battery? What else, bro? See, he telling the truth. He telling the truth right now. New, 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 new world order. And uh, he might have lost some subscribers over this. He telling the truth. The what? He said the maintenance. Nobody talks about that shit. It's a big question mark. Um, so I'm hoping that this oh. is the type of thing that gets just as much investment. Oh. This is a, again, I, that's the thing we talk about with Tesla all the time, where it's like their advantage is not just the cars, but the superchargers. Who else is going to do the whole supercharger thing? Will they open up superchargers to other cars, but then they'll still need adapters? I'm sorry. This bird is distractingly. All right. What you do? Hey, man. Bird, what you doing, man, out here? <laughs> not even he could gigantic do. Gigantic over there. All right, he's showing us birds. Hey, man, don't get distracted. Hey, man, stay, stay, stay. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must All right, stay focused. Let's get to some super chats. I, I find this just an interesting conversation. I'm not saying don't buy Tesla. I'm not saying don't buy EVs. I'm just saying uh, for lawmakers and states to be forcing people down this road when they're not just going to be ready for it, not only do you have to have these chargers ready for everybody's house, like it, everybody has to have one in their house. Like you need a USB P, um, USB uh, plug-in socket at this particular point, right? All houses should have a USB plug-in socket where there's at least four USB where you can go directly from your phone charger to USB or USB-C. It should be automatic. Is it? Nope. It's not. You still got to get the little adapter. <laughs> then iPhone sells you the adapter separate to the plug. Man, shit. <laughs> And this is how I look at EV. We should already kind of be there, but we're not even close. Yeah, everybody would go broke. This is what's going to happen to us. Everybody would have to have a plug-in station for their car. Everybody. That means if you live in an apartment, you live in the projects, 
That means if you live, you know, I don't care where you live. You live on a rooftop. Uh, you know, you live in 58th floor of a, of a house in um, or an apartment in New York or Miami. You, you, every one of those tenants needs an electrical port for their car. Everybody. And if you don't have it, you're going to have chaos. Right? The grill will be that. If you don't have that, it's chaos. Period. It doesn't make sense. Let's get to some super chats. Okay? And we don't want chaos. You'd have people fighting each other for these places. The notorious NIG. <laughs> he says, I'm a little late. He says, while you, he says, will you be discussing Amber Rose's son being teased at school over her OnlyFans? I haven't heard that story. There you go, ladies. There you go. People don't think about it. She made all her money. I, I actually knew a playmate like that, a Playboy playmate. She was a playmate of the year one year, and um, uh, I trained her and her son. And this one guy's probably going to tell me I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have made the money. And the son, right around fifth grade, everybody, the boys at school started to get on his ass. <laughs> they started to get on his ass. So, man, I'm going to tell you, bro. And it was bad. You know what I mean? The dude was getting bullied. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, poor dude. Crying every day. <laughs> uh, not only was the not only were the kids on his ass, on his neck, pause, the parents were. The male and the female parents. They was talking about it. Um, the teachers would talk about it. Uh, I, I they, there was problems where the parents had to be. You know, the principal had to go to certain dads and moms and be like, stop talking about this lady is bad. So I want to do people got to think about that shit anyway. So I'll look that story up, speak in my mind, tell him to take a long walk off of a short pier. <laughs> oh, no, my goodness. <laughs> Sir Dan, Dirty Dan, Sir Dirty Dan, shout out to CGA and the coach gang got to my class early so I can sniggle to the show. Keep your foot on these Mitch's next free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> we got somebody says that's a fire safety consultant. EVs are the most likely to ignite and the hardest to permanently extinguish. I actually showed a video. I showed a video of a of a one going up in flames. And of course, there's propaganda. There's people choosing sides and showing the worst of the worst. And not, you know, there's people doing completely fine with their EVs. We just ain't saying. There's 360-some million people. I don't know how many car owners we have, but there's a lot of car owners. I would imagine 100 million at least. And how many Teslas are on the street? A million, two, five? I don't even know. Then we're going to get to 100 million? I say no. Nope. There's no way in hell we pull that shit off while I'm alive, and I'm hoping to be alive for a long time. Hercules from the Pantheon says, i.e., there is no strong aftermarket for tesla parts yeah the aftermarket is where you're at absolutely so you might want to have a bootleg aftermarket which is common of places but the aftermarket is bad with with these electrical vehicles right street fighter says saw a guy in the thermal blanket in his tesla while it was charging they don't tell you about that wait a minute wait a minute wait wait wait, wait. so you're telling me if i'm in a cold environment and I'm charging my car. I cannot. I can't have any heat. I can't turn it. I guess not. Mm. No heat while charging. What that mean? 
Hold up. <laughs> I, that's one of those things you don't know. And I would love to know that because I would be shocked like, hell, you know, you're not even thinking, boom, you plug it in. Let me turn this heat on. Oh, shit. Hold up. Wow. You can't run the heat while charging. Boy, Tesla going to send me an angry note after this stream. And heat and cold does drain the batteries quicker. Oh, my Lord. This is old. My Lord, man. Oh, my oh, humanity. All right. Somebody said lies. AB Network guy says, as a tech engineer doctor <laughs> people should experience tesla before you assume it is like any other ev vehicle i pay 30 dollars a month a charge Cong yes okay it gets better with each upgrade i can afford it so it's my tech toy cga can use my code when ready shout out to av network guy all right uh, av network guy is going to debunk all of your tesla bullshit and we'll allow him. We'll allow him. You can heat and charge a Tesla, Coach. All right, so we got some people here. Look, I appreciate you. This is how you disagree. We're politely disagreeing. We're having civil discourse. Uh, AV Network guy and all of these people here. Let me see here. We're, we're putting out. We're putting out mythology. Uh, we want to get him here. We want to get him. Let me see here. Oh, here it is. Okay, you can heat and charge a Tesla, Coach. All right, you ninjas out here. <laughs> All right, shout out to uh, all the Tesla's owners out here. They going reprehensible. Have you guys bought your new battery, though? Anybody bought their new battery? Hey, can anybody tell me? We got Josh in here says you can heat and charge. I believe it's called preconditioning, coach. Okay, thank you, guys. Hey, um, listen. Is there anyone in here that can tell me, that can tell me, have you bought a battery yet? Anyone? Have you had to buy a replacement battery? Shout out to Mr. Del Rio. No, it's Adrian. He says, I'm watching the morning show right now, but in case it hasn't been answered, BV stands for bacterial vaginosis. Thank you, man. Thank you, brothers. I, I couldn't figure that out, but it sounded like some stuff going on here. And we got Maryland guy. Thank you, brother. Who, has anybody shown bought a battery yet? Anybody? A lot of crickets now. They look where they at. Where the battery people at? Maryland guy. Normies never thought about the infrastructure. They don't think that far. I'm telling you. He says, for example, I own a condo. They would have to put chargers in front of each assigned parking space. I just don't see that happening in the next ten years. I don't at all. Now, what's the what's the likelihood that you have an assigned parking space? And one of somebody else's assigned parking space, they messed their battery up. And somebody else parks in your spot and to charge their battery. Man, dude, people going to be, dude, we showed you the video of the dude that was ready to fight over a Tesla charging spot. They was ready to fight. He was ready to get the jammy. That's going to be fights everywhere. <laughs> this is going to be chaotic. El Santo. I've driven a Tesla and the charging experience was annoying. I must have lost an hour trying to get to work, coach. All right, there we go. Right there. Look. All right. Nobody's considering that. Guys, I showed you videos on my even my my Instagram stories of the cars lined up at the mall. Lined up. And you're sitting there. It's crazy. All right. Uh Eugene says, I think Marcus joined the club considering the echelon of people who he interviewed in 
symbols. <laughs> Hold on for a second. New, 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 new world That order. started being flashed on his videos, not hating on him, just something I noticed. Interesting. I better check that out. Anybody bought batteries yet? Nobody? It's too early still. Tied to real, I have oh, co-workers telling me that it's a good idea to take a woman to expensive dinners on the first date. These blue pill men are confused. Mm. Take girls on a date. Matt, I mean, I tell you, man, never, 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 never. I mean, not never, but they, she's going to have to get violated. Speaking of violated, Faith is here. She says, Coach, my favorite part is your Italian accent over there. He says, don't know how you're going to come up with the money, but pay me my money or swim with the fishes over there in a little bit of the vig. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> okay, shout out to Faith. Speaking of violation, last one, and I'm going to get back to the show. Jamie or Jaime, I don't know. Jamie says, I was charging my Tesla and my car blew up. Yeah, just blow my arms off my body. Oh, I'm using my 10 toes to type this. Oh, Wow, they blew off the arms on your butt. This can't be true. Mm. All right, now we're now we're now we're now we're shitting on Tesla. All right, here we go. Shout out to all the good Tesla owners. Oh, I'm gonna do one more. Johnny Law comes in with the what? I'm Somebody says, now try imagine trying to charge a vehicle off of solar and wind infrastructure. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, that dude, hey, and Biden's probably talking about it right now. He's up there trying to make it make sense. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's got nobody's got an experience buying a battery yet. Oh man, this is reprehensible. All right, let's get back to the show, man. This is this is how the evening show is. EV guys are pissed right now. EV guys got ED. All right, let's talk about these ladies here. The state of the whole economy using protection. There's a woman here who's going to talk about using protection. Does she use protection? And uh, I've been warning you about this as well. I give you the data and the statistics about women and men using condoms. And this little pretty young Dominican-looking chick. All right, shout out to her. I bet you her feet pretty too. All right, um, here we go right here. Let's go in here and see what you guys are following up when you get in these easy smashes. All right. Do you like condoms? Condoms? Yeah. No. What? I'm just trying to help the environment by using no condoms. Oh, so you're about saving the world? Saving the planet. Yeah. Going green. I'm flabbergasted. Do you like condoms? Man, I will fold that shit up like crazy. I will fold her ass up like a love letter from the second grade. I will fold her up. And tie her ass into a whole knot. All right, but let me just tell you what happened in this three or four economy. We have men and women, but you know, there's a selection of men and women that have they're experiencing a lot of in this digital sexual revolution. We got celibates, we got biobits, we got full 304s, we got all of these things, not many relationships. And here we go. Here we go. Guess what we're doing? We're not doing condoms. Condoms? Yeah. No. What? I'm just trying to help the environment by using no condoms. Man, I'm going to tell you, it's... Oh, the humanity. That, that's crazy, man. Now we going Roski like this. And so what I tell you guys, especially if they um, 
if they're meeting on dating apps and Instagram, they ain't using no comment. They ain't using no comments. <laughs> they ain't using no comments. They ain't using no condoms. They let you go right up in there, Roski, especially if you that dude. They letting you do it. And she looking at him and she looking into her eyes. She ready to drop that neck. Oh, so you're about saving the world? Saving the planet. These are the girls you guys are idolizing right here. I'm not going to tell you. She definitely could get something. She going to catch something. She going to catch a couple of things. She going to catch a couple of things looking like that. But, man, no condoms. Women hate condoms. Going green. Yep, going green, guys. Let me just tell you, man. It's just, man, I tell you, man. It's barbecue in there. But that's what y'all following up. You know, it's it's as much as we need to tell you, we just wanna um we just wanna um they didn't put her at in there though. Let's do let's talk about this lady right here. We got another woman right here, 50 Cent posted this on his Instagram. All right, these celebrities just posting memes. This is what I got my whole Instagram deleted off of. Man, CGA is definitely on this, uh, in this ahead of the game. I wouldn't post stuff like this, they deleted my Instagram. All right, let's see here. This is a woman. I, let me see if I can refresh this. She's another one. You know what I mean? She looked like she can catch wreck. But let's see what her mindset is. Oh, hold on for a second. Of America, because I was literally a welfare baby, food stamp baby, and now I'm blowing bubbles in the backyard with my baby in this like gorgeous, gorgeous house. All because I was a house. Oh, not that. Oh, my goodness, man. I'll tell you, man. Oh, the humanity. You can't save them, man. You bring them here. You bring them here. She said, I love America. Been on welfare. Hey, man. We out here. This ain't, this ain't show business. This whole business. She in whole business. Go the whole egg. Hey, the whole economy going crazy. Thanks to Joe Biden. Maybe it was Donald Trump. But, guys, you guys think you're going to change these people, man? Hey, it's too much money out here, man. Dream big. Dream big. Oh, my goodness. It's done. Send the asteroid. Send it. She got it, man. And not only that, she getting child support. She probably got knocked up by a celebrity. All right. I'm not going to give her no free run. But there she is. She probably got knocked up by the right dude. She got a big fancy house. She got her OnlyFans. She got a sugar daddy. I love America because I was literally a welfare baby, food stamp baby. And now I'm blowing bubbles in the backyard with my baby in this like gorgeous, gorgeous house. All because I was a house. Dream big. Woo, man, yo, man, check the daughters out here. Protect your daughters, man. Hey, it's a new world for a modern American woman. It's a new world. I've been calling this out. What did I say in my book, The Evolution? If you have not written, read my books or listened to them on audio, I called all of this. I said, dude, women are going to be selling peace leave for bottles of water. They're going to be turning to the oldest profession. This is why I get titled the book, The Evolution. We're going to de-evolve into the women's being prostitutes, and it's going to be passed around. It's going to be like, yeah, got to do what we got to do. And they're making big money now, but I think just like electric cars, is going to start to slow down for them. And it's going to be harder for the average woman to do it um, because 
because it's kind of late in the game and a lot of celebrity women are doing it. So uh, it's going to be difficult. But I said, we're going to feminism's reverse engineering of American women. We turn women back into hoes, man. Coach Adamas is the business. Wow, man. We got to be careful out here. All right. Let's go to the next dream right here. Is this man's daughter being used against? Yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> All right. Is this woman using her daughter against the father? So it's a short clip. The context is not completely there. So I will admit. So we can't really tell you about what everything is going on here, but this is going to be a doozy. Many men have experienced this and we'll come to a conclusion or a consensus, if you will. So let's go ahead and play this part. And it's on you. Uh-oh. I didn't mean all that. Let's go back. You're not there for her. You're a stranger. Okay. So it, it appears that this is a, another deadbeat daddy. All right. Deadbeat daddy has. You saw. I didn't mean to show you this person up front. She was part of the trickery. Uh, let's see here. So it says your daughter said that she feels like you give excuses. Okay. Let's play it. You're not there for her. You're a stranger. How does that make you feel? No different. I've been trying to be very calm with you and really get to your thing, but it gets under my skin when I see a man sitting here talking about his daughter who is saying, you'll give me excuses, who is not being there for me, and you are sitting here over nonchalant. Brother, do you think you look cool right now? Like, what do you think? <laughs> and, no, no, no. You, you keep, keep, keep making the smug faces because you're hearing cheers and stuff. Dude, at the end of the day, this is your little girl. That's your seed. All of us, this is none of our children. That's your child. Listen, That's I'm sitting here, and you sitting over here relaxed, rolling your eyes and stuff. You think this is good? Come on now. All right, so first thing I want to say about this is... Yeah, this is what I want to say first. Indeed. Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey. Sing it. Yay. It's that time of the show. Indeed. Go ahead and sing it with him. Hey. Hey. Let's get it louder. Ah, yeah. That's that energy. I felt it. What? Hey. Yes. I felt a little sugar in the tank, man. I felt it. I felt it. I I didn't feel it in my tank. Pause. Let's continue. <laughs> and, no, no, no. You, you keep, keep, keep making the smug faces because you're hearing cheers and stuff. Dude, at the end of the day, this is your little girl. That's your seed. All of us, this is none of our children. That's your child. Listen, That's I'm sitting I'm here like. and you sitting over yeah, here relaxed, rolling your eyes and stuff. You think this is good? Come on now. I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I'm unbothered because I'm the man that knows my daughter and knows my You family. don't know your daughter. Brother, wake up. You don't know your daughter and you're not doing enough for your daughter. My daughter back there hurt, bro. And it's on you. No, it's not. But either way. Oh, my, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the humanity. All right. So first things first. <laughs> Besides the reading rainbow. First things first. Fair use. I, I... I don't know the entire story. All right, so let's just clear this up. I don't know the entire story. I don't know if he's a deadbeat. I don't know what's going on, but I know that they're heaping a lot of responsibility on him 
And it says right here, it says, it says your daughter says that she feels like you give excuses. All right. So first operative word there is feel. And we're dealing with, I don't even know the age of the girl. So I just don't know. But obviously if they're considering her opinion, it's not a child. She's probably over 12 or 13 enough to express her feelings like excuses is not something that a, a, a young daughter under 12 would say, right? They wouldn't be like, oh, he's giving excuses as to not see me. The kid would just be like, uh, do we have any more pound puppies? Daddy, did you see me pile puppies? Right? So that's the first thing I see here. I don't know the age or the context. I don't know how absent he is. I don't know if he's completely washed his freaking hands. It sounds like he's washed his hands. Now, this next part that I see is when we got to the end when his spouse or his baby mama was there. Let's go ahead and show you what, we, what we're dealing with here. Okay. As you can, <laughs> this woman right here is definitely part of the problem. I'm going to tell you right now, this person right here is definitely part of the problem. She is not helping the case. If you can take a look at this face right here, and this is how she's acting on the show. I can guarantee you her emotional responses using this using this against him. This probably is not helping. Yeah, she flaring nostrils all flared up. All right, she's she's rolling neck. She got five necks. Okay, but she's not helping the problem. And thus, I believe just I'm just going to come to the conclusion that he's washed his hands of both of these people. And the woman says, your daughter back there hurt, bro. See, it, this reeks of the mother's using this shit against him because she can no longer use shit against him. So she's using going through the daughter. And somehow, we have to probably listen to the daughter. I can't tell you what the daughter... I don't know the circumstances. But how much is the daughter really hurting? I'm just letting you know right now. How much... Like, you know what I mean? Like, this kid has to have a life, right? She got to have other things going on, like her grades. You know what I mean? Her basketball team, TikTok, going out on dates, watching movies. You know what I mean? Like, how how much could be actually going on where the daughter's in, ah, oh, hurt. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. There is pain, trauma, and strife. So I'm sure she's like, this is kind of jacked up. But I'm probably going to say the mom is drumming this shit up more than the daughter is really hurt. And let's just let the daughter speak for herself. I would love to have the daughter and the daughter could probably express her shit. But I'm sure the daughter got more shit going on. But she probably does feel something some sort of way about the father washing his hands. He did. He's saying, I don't give a fuck. He basically saying, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But the mom's drumming the shit up. And the daughter probably could move on with life without the mom continuing to escalate it and be an enabler. And so this woman is actually, th this is my opinion. I just don't have all the facts. But looking at him, he's basically detached emotionally. He's washed his hands in order to, he'd rather not deal with the daughter uh, that much because the mother's stirring the pot. And he says, forget it, I wash my hands. Okay, this is what I'm looking at right now. This is very common. Now, do you have an alternate opinion? Because we are we are dealing without facts. Now, the last part of this is this dude right here. First of all, you don't have kids. 
So I don't know why you can speak on this. He's never probably raised kids. Just judging from what I can probably detect, he don't know what the hell he talking about. So he's only like, you should fight for your kids. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. Okay. I, I don't know why people get that emotional, especially about other people's kids, when there's a whole bunch of kids out here failing and flopping. So I don't see why he's doing that. And the audience obviously is predictable. I don't worry about the audience. A lot of these audience are giving program responses. Okay. Last part of this. When the guy says, I know my daughter. This is what I, this is a critical part right here. Because um, here we go right here. Let's see if we can get this part. Girl, that's just seen. All of us, this is none of our children. Yeah, so why are you worried about it? All right, never, never mind. That's your child. Listen, I'm sitting here and you sitting over here. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see here. He's triggered. Look at him. Look at <laughs> Look at this face. All I can imagine is like on the weekends in San Diego, he put a wig on. You know what I mean? He'd be going dressed up. All right, let me stop. That's what I can imagine, by the way. I like I imagine he goes to like goes, he gets in his costume and shit. All right, let me stop. <laughs> and they be singing all kind of YMCA and whatnot. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see here. That's what I imagine they do on the weekends, but that's just me. Uh, here it is right here. He says, because I'm the man that knows my daughter and know why, and they cut him off. They cut him off. Now, this is where I have a big problem. This man, I, I, again, out of context, I'm assuming he's been around his daughter enough to hurt the daughter. Like a, a daughter that has never been around the father and says, like the daughter wouldn't say he makes excuses if he didn't know her. So he's been around her. What would give me the, what would give people the indication that he doesn't know his daughter? And that everybody else knows the daughter. And that the mother knows the daughter. I can tell you that mom is tra traumatized from the breakup. She's using the kid against him. But why wouldn't he not know his daughter? Like, that's what I'm talking about. And then he says, I know my daughter. And they say, no, you don't. Like, how? Like, he would know when the daughter's manipulating him. He would know when the daughter's trying to make excuses. He would know if the daughter's really hurt. He would, he would know. He would know, and they're telling him he don't know. Hold on for a second. I'm the man that knows my daughter and knows my. You family. don't know your daughter, brother. Wake up! You don't know your daughter. How in the dude? This is this is mind boggling to me. That part right there is mind boggling. That's mind boggling. He he's probably been a part of the daughter's life, and they're telling him he doesn't know. How in the world can that be? And they're knowing more. You know what's happening is they're you. This is to me. This is to me. People using an emotional argument and going with it, not caring about the facts, not caring about what's real. They're going off pure emotional argument. You're a coward if you don't do that. Be present. Do whatever. Go to counseling. Get with her trauma. Waste your life. You know what I mean? Just I tell you, I'm a cold individual. I told you, if my kids end up on drugs, and then they try to go to AA or Al-Anon and want me to go, I'm out. I ain't going to do it. I don't care who you are. You had your chance. Your dumb ass did it. That's your shit. Ride it out. I tell you, I'm not dealing with no bullshit. I told you up front, don't do stupid shit. <laughs> People think I'm going to be going to Al-Anon with you to work through your problems while you stealing my VCR, while you breaking in my house, trying to get fix your meth addict, you know, meth, meth habit. I'm not doing it. And I tell people up front, you either get on this train 
or your ass going to get on the wrong track. You're going to get left. You're going to get left. Here it is. They're telling him he doesn't know, and they're using a purely uh, emotional argument for a young person who doesn't really know if they're coming or going. They don't know if they're coming or going. But they're they're what they're doing is they're debilitating the adult's ability to actually do what he's supposed to do in life. All for this one kid who might be going with a lot of trauma. They One thing people don't realize is kids deal with issues that you never know about. You guys remember as a child, as a teenager, like your parents are like, how come you don't open up? How come you don't talk? Dude, you've been bullied. You bully somebody. The girl you want to talk to don't want to talk to you. You didn't got rejected. Somebody stole your Walkman. <laughs> you want to ask your girl out for the date. You pensive. You broke. You hungry. Nobody taking the free lunch tickets. The bus ride too long. You had to wake up too early in the morning. You don't like to eat Pop-Tarts like Ninja. There's so much things that a teenager is going through. To place all the blame on the father is some beta shit. How you gonna how you gonna place the all the blame on the dad? The mom gets no accountability. She on WIC, welfare, and EBT. As a teen, you're doing all of this, and you think this teenager all day is going, but my daddy is bullshit. They're doing the a blank in my it's mind. It's all Jermaine phone. It's always Jermaine phone. So whatever happens to the kid, the kid's gonna be 40 blaming their daddy. Why? Because the adults allowed this. And this is what we do to kids. I guarantee you this dude has washed his hands of this bullshit. He gone, man. You're not there for her. You're a stranger. How does that make you feel? He said, I don't feel shit. <laughs> All right, look. I don't feel shit. Unfortunately, he's been pushed to this direction. Now, I don't know the details, but I know he has five gray hairs that he needs to pluck. All right, let's continue. No different. I've been trying to be very calm with you. So what's your emotional? So now you triggered. Who cares about you? Who cares what you believe? And really gets to your thing. But it gets under my skin when I see a man sitting here talking about his. Here we go. Here we go. And it's all Jermaine phone. It's always Jermaine phone. He like, I don't give a shit. All right, all of this jumping around and hooping and hollering ain't going to make me change my opinion. He basically like, you don't know shit. That's basically his opinion. You don't know nothing. So why would I why would I be swayed with you jumping around like a monkey? Daughter who is saying you'll give me excuses who's not being there for me. And you are sitting here over nonchalant. Brother, do you think you look cool right now? He don't think he look cool. He washed his hands. Like, what do you think? <laughs> he laughing. And look at all of these single mamas in the audience. No, no, no. You you keep 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 making the smug faces. Yeah, dude. This is a man who don't give a F. He don't wash his hands. As long, and, and here's the thing. As long as that mother is in the way or between the daughter and him, nothing's going down. I'm going to let you know right now. The look on this man's face. Look at his face. <laughs> the look on his face is saying, as long as that mother is there, I'm not in it. I don't give a fuck. You got to get her out of the way. Get her out of the way. If you're not getting her out of the way, I wash my hands. That's basically the face he's making right there. <laughs> he hold it frame. He like, Sean, you can yell all you want. I don't give a mother F. 
That man said, and then look, the mother's going to validate everything, the reason why that man has washed his hands. Because you're hearing cheers and stuff. Dude, at the end of the day, this is your little girl. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got girls out here on TikTok. Dude, they got girls on OnlyFans underage. Nobody's saying shit. I don't want to hear nothing. Let's continue. Just see, all of us, this is none of our children. That's your child. And stay out of my business. <laughs> Listen, That's I'm sitting I'm here, and you sitting over here relaxed, rolling your eyes and stuff. You think this is good? He don't think shit. He done moved on. Come on now. I'm going to be honest with you. That's why I'm unbothered because I'm the man that knows my daughter and knows my. You family. don't know your daughter, brother. Wake up! You don't know your daughter, and you're not doing enough for your daughter. How do? Look, how would you know that? How, look, look. This is my my question is, I don't know the. Remember, I don't know all the details. But how would you know that? Like, what what details did you receive that said I'm not doing enough for my daughter? Like, where, where, where in the data? What? Wh who are you? Who are you listening to? You, you're listening to the daughter. Obviously, when you see the baby mom, it's going to confirm why the daughter feels that way. You're going to see immediately why the daughter feels that way because she's not helping. See, here's the thing. This is my thing. This is this is a this is a very touchy subject. But there's a problem. They're blaming him instead of them working together. This is what I would like to have seen. I would like to have seen the mother go to the father directly and say, how can we work this out? If at that point, the dad says, F this shit, and he walked out, then I would blame him. But I guarantee you, the mother did not go directly to the father and say, hey, our teenage kid is dealing with something. She went directly to everybody else, the court of public opinion, the court, the psychologist, the teachers. She went just around everybody else, the TV show, she did everything, child support court. She went to everybody else other than the father. And what she did was she took the kid's word verbatim, and then she started smacking the father around. You understand what I'm saying? This is what happened. And then the dad's like, what am I supposed to do with this shit now? You guys are ganging up on me. Guess what? Wash my hands. Gone. It's pretty simple. And the mother found a way to get back into it because, listen, once the kids are teenagers, child support running out. Once the kid is getting to this point, they don't have much leverage to hold against the man. But now they have this to hold against them. And the mom gets to bring up all the bullshit that she didn't get over, that she didn't get over with, with the breakup. Now she gets to bring it back. And they start from square one. Best thing to do in this case is wash your hands. Walk away because you're not going to win this one. You're going to spend five, 10 years trying to fix the bullshit, and it's unfixable. Let me see. She's going to confirm it. Again, I don't know all the details, but she's going to confirm it. The baby mother showed you what this is about right here. Hold on. My daughter back there hurt, bro. That right there. That's all you need to know about this situation. Now, I mean, listen. That's all you need to know about that situation. Look at his face. Look at this pit bull right here. Look at this Rottweiler. It's all you need to know. If the mom's like this, that's it. <laughs> what are you supposed to do, bro? My daughter, she said, my daughter, my daughter. Well, it is your daughter because he don't wash his hands. But this right here, this German Shepherd Rottweiler mixed with a, a pit bull is the reason why the shit keeps going on. 
And it's on you. And it's on you. Yep. It's on. It look. It's wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up for a second. Guess what? It's all your fault. It's all your it fault. Is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's At this fault. point, I cannot take anything that has happened on this show with the limited amount of mission information I have. They're the problem. It's not him. It's clearly not him. It is the mother, clearly. She's drumming and drumming this bullshit up, stirring it, and she's stretching this shit out for all it's worth. It is not even close. The daughter wanna go, she she wanna go to she wanna go to an amusement park, and here come the mother every day looking like this. This is sad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> look, this is a guy who understands and you notice he's not triggered. He's not screaming. He's not acting emotional. He's not cutting people off. This is a sign of a man. <laughs> look at this man. This man right here has washed his hands. He was like, Code. <laughs> whatever. Hey, he done with the shit. And even though he's done, look, because look, what else can he do? What what else can you do? He's like, I there's no win in this mother sucker. I'm out. No, it's not. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> he's done. I want you somebody to ask me because there's some a guy out here that doesn't. <laughs> there's a guy out here that doesn't agree with with, with what they're saying, and they're, they're my question is. With the limited amount of information that he has, what can he do? I'll, I'll wait. What What is the solution? I mean, we, we don't know all the details. We can see what we see here. Everybody's emotional but him. What is can he possibly do? And people are going to say, uh, be there for his daughter. That's obviously not a solution. That's not a solution. All right. <laughs> what can he possibly do? What possibly can he do to turn the tide? He already know he's smart. He's like, man, I'm out of this. My name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. Last one, economy changes marriages. Explain. The economy changes marriages. Explain. He said, buy her some flowers. That's it. He chose peace. He says, brother is absent. He absent. He gone. Will his presence change the situation? All right, let's get into this. This guy right here, this is a great, this is a great little video, and then we'll go over to Super Chats. Oh, it gets tough, man. Oh, they got me off the stream? What? What happened? What happened? New, 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 new world order. They got me. <laughs> Am I on the other show? Oh, I'm on the other one. I got me up on here. I'm up on the Notorious channel. The free agent lifestyle channel, they got me. All right, but I'm up on the Notorious channel. Somebody got in feelings for sure. Let me see here. Oh, you good? We good? Okay, here we go. My Mine is mine is uh, frozen up. All right, so here we go. Let's see here. I'm going to play this video. This man's going to explain why marriages change, why marriages don't last like they used to. Interesting. Let's play it. One of every three marriages in this country, black or white, ends in a divorce in 18 months. Now, you see, it used to be if you got divorced, something was wrong with you. But when you have a stat this time, something must be going on in society. I now want to explain what that is. When America believed in agriculture, America believed in extended family. When America believed in the factory industrialism, America believed in the nuclear family. 
Now that America believes in a computer, now America believes in a single parent family. Make sure you see my analysis. When the economy changed, the family structure changed. There was more than love in these relationships. There was some money involved here. Our grandparents worked the fields together, had economic reason to stay together, and so they did. In the factory, man works in the factory, woman takes care of children. Economic reason, again, to stay together. But in this new economy, where you now have women working just as much, if not more, than men, you now hear women telling men, I don't need you. Got my own job. Do what I want to do when I want to do it. And we are now doing it very well and by ourselves. You know the number one song in America a couple years ago, Ain't Nothing Going On But The Rent. If you want to be with me, you got to have a J-O-B. It's all about money. All about money. When the economy changed, the family structure changed. And so now we have a lot of people making plenty of money and lonely. So again, uh, a lot of us think this is new. Uh, these relationship struggles that we deal with, they think this is new. It's very much been the, and I say the black community is always the microcosm. They're always the, they're always the microcosm of the greater society. Meaning when you look at how the black community goes through, the rest of the world goes through it in like 20 to 25 years. Style, dress, cars, rims, shoes. Like the affinity for Jordans have been going on. Don't step on my Jordans since the early 80s, in the mid 80s. Sneakers, my Adidas. Well, shoe culture didn't become a thing until maybe 10 years ago. Okay, the majority of people didn't care about shoes and sneakers like that. But the black community started that shit. They started rims on cars, all of that shit. Lowering cars, raising cars and shit. <laughs> right? Music, this, this small population of African-Americans dictate a lot. Baby mamas uh, celebrating single motherhood. Uh, there's other things that I would uh, talk about as well. We influence the direction of society. Unfortunately, you guys ain't, ain't savvy enough to trademark a lot of these ideas and people finesse you for the idea. You know, attitude women, large women, women that are big, BBWs, right? Before black women became the majority BBWs, white women who were big had no choice. If you, got, if you were a white woman and you were fat, there was nothing. There was no option for you. You were done. Now there's options for you. And then they can feel comfortable in their skin, letting it all hang out. So we do, we, 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 no, y'all, um, y'all, not me, but, <laughs> but we are the microcosm. We are the microcosm. We're the study group. This is why they do studies on black folks so extensively, because what we do, uh, it, the society will be inflicted or infected by it in 20 years. Everything, everything we do. All right. So uh, with that, uh, booties. I mean, with that being said, our society's been studying these effects on family for a long time, going back to what the eighties, as he referenced there. Then the greater society experiences this slang words, right? So there's a, a, other examples. So the economy changes marriages, and this brother was going very thoroughly explaining how this happens. Now I do see a comment that I want to comment about. Um. Somebody says the daughter is a single mother, too. Interesting. So the daughter. Wow. Here it is right here. This is by Kim W. I want you to listen to this comment. Black men say they want a strong, independent woman until they have a strong, independent woman. And then they say we're too masculine. They want us to conduct ourselves like stay at home wives, but working at the same damn time. And that's why professional career-driven women are choosing to be single and only looking to mingle. 
the disconnect between the African-American. Hold on. Shout out to Donald Trump. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? The disconnect that I find. This is why I don't date many black women because they're completely disconnected. And there's, you know, they're not the only ones. They just do not listen to men at all. They have no clue. This is why they say if you've been raised by a single mother, do not take advice from her if you don't know your father. This is the worst example of a person you should take dating advice from. But the disconnect between the man, the melanated man, and the melanated woman, the impossible to bring together. Moses has parted the Red Sea, and it is not coming back for the majority of the black community. It's a wrap. I'm just going to say this. Now, with it being a wrap, my solution is black man. This is some dudes are doing passport. Some dudes are doing free agent. Uh, some dudes are doing. My solution for you is to, if you want to save the community, one step daddy at a time, good luck. I think you are running a fool's errand by trying to rehab the community. It's done. With that being said, America is not that far behind in total. There are about 20 to 25 years tops of collapsing on its face. The statistic that says 52% of women will be single is not something that we're going to hang with pride. It's going to collapse economies. It's going to collapse uh, capitalism, if you will. The consumerism will be off the charts. It's going to make more fat kids, more dumb. It, it is idiocracy to the greater extent. And we will be able to survive. We'll be around. That doesn't mean there's going to be smoldering dust and, and smoke. But the reality is now as a society, unless the economy does dictate that we come back to where we need togetherness, there's no reason for us to be together only on principle. Only on principle, right? Meaning, oh, we should get together. Why? Because kids need two parents. But there's what's the incentive of getting together? It's it's getting worse and worse every day, and I'm here for it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. And one of these days, I'll start get paid for this work, and I'll have a job. But we'll never run out. I'll never run out of um, content. This is not going to get fixed. And no amount of we should, what we should do as a people is going to change it. There's no Dr. Umar's or Boyce Watkins. None of that mumbo jumbo and that abba daba daba is going to change it. It's not. Communita is done in principle, all right? And there's other reasons why they're done. I'm sorry to say this, and if you live in a primarily communita-oriented region, it's a wrap. You'll still be around, right? I mean, there's still going to be liquor stores and churches' chickens to go to, right? There's still going to be corner stores and surplus stores and um, all kind of that, you know what I mean? But the economic structure of the communita is finished from the family-oriented perspective. It's finished. It ain't coming back. It ain't coming back here. Here we go. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. And Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. <laughs> Coffee fan, thank you for being here with the Super Chat. Heartsick Disciple says EVs are intended to fail. The you-know-who new, 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 new knows they're not feasible. They said, oh, well, we tried. Then tell everyone to stay in the cities and use, oh, controlled public transportation. Interesting there. And Rick Ross talked about that. 
Um, the EVs early on were definitely intended to fail. Um, they, they, uh, the governments gave the car manufacturers, Chevy, Ford, and all of these people, when they had to bail them out, they gave them dollars to produce EV vehicles. Uh, but I don't know if you know, rumor has it, that somewhere around the 90s, you started seeing EV vehicles then. But what, it, what was the thing about EV vehicles back in the day before Tesla came on? What was the thing about EV vehicles back in the 90s when they start putting them together? What was the one thing about them that prevented people from getting them? I'll let you, I'll let you wait. And this was done by the car manufacturers intentionally. There's one thing specific about EV vehicles back then and even almost currently. Uh, too expensive, not so much. Let me see. You guys are all having oh, most all of your answers are right. Oh, I got one. I see one. McGinnis right there. McGinnis said it. That was the one I'm thinking about. McGinnis. It was the fact that they looked like shit. The car design was was garbage. The car design was garbage. All right. You look at even Chevy Volts. You're looking at it like, oh, now today. Yeah, they look weird. It was just kind of like, why would I why would I get that? You know what I mean? Back then you would be like. They looked ugly. In my opinion, they did that on purpose. The car manufacturers, Chevy, Ford, General Motors, and so forth and so on. This is just an opinion. They wanted gas vehicles. They did not want to go EV, but the government gave them money to produce EVs, and they produced them, and they looked like shit. They looked stupid. And then people didn't buy them, and then Chevy and Ford said, see? See, nobody wants them. But what happened, the, the curveball was Tesla. Tesla was the curveball. So they came out of nowhere with no funding. Elon Musk said, I'll make a computer, and they made the design sleek. They made the design attractive to where you said, oh, I'll drive that EV. And then EVs, now you see everybody now. Now you see General Motors catching up. Now you see the big American manufacturers catching up because now EV vehicles can look attractive. But they could have sounded, they could have looked attractive from the beginning but these companies did not want them to look attractive because it would take away from their primary sales, which are gas vehicles. So that's kind of how it went. And now you have another thing here with the EV vehicles where the government's like, okay, I see you're making them, but now let's put the kill switch in them. <laughs> right? Let's put the kill switch in them. And you're like, oh no, you know, now you're going down that road. And then now if you want to even go further, if the infrastructure is not there and a great percentage of the population has bought into it and it collapses, it fails, who knows? Now you have control of the people. Now we have mass transit. We have mass transit, so you can't get around. Now you've moved back into the cities. You got your thing. Oh, we can't, we can't have the infrastructure. Now you can't move around, okay? Yeah, the car design was so crappy. I mean, if you pull up an older... 1990s ev vehicle let me see yes i know get to the point here we go uh these vehicles were not good looking vehicles this is okay so just so you can see an example for you young people who don't know what i'm talking about these is this is the early design of evs <laughs> look at these vehicles man this is the this is a 1990s electrical vehicle i've never seen one but i've seen these this is what an ev vehicle looked like in the 90s this proves my point right here. And this is by Honda. This is by Honda. They wasn't even trying, bro. Look at this is a BMW. 
Let me see here. Let me see if I can find one. Look at the, look at these vehicles, man. Like, look who riding this shit. This is a General Motor concept vehicle. <laughs> they not even trying to. They was like, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. And they look at these freaking cars, man. Who driving this shit? Who gonna drive that? Looking like Jetsons. Looking like the Jetsons up in this bad boy. Ain't nobody driving that. So Tesla was the one who 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 threw a monkey wrench by putting a designer EV vehicle out. All right, they put the designer EV vehicle out. Like, look, 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 who driving that? They did that on purpose. This is my opinion, by the way. These car companies early on, they, the government gave them money to do it. They was like, we'll do it. And they did a shitty job at it. And they was like, nobody wants to buy it. Let's kick, let's let's put out these Chevy, uh, let's put out the Mustangs, the four Mustangs. Let's put out these Cobalts. Anyway, and yeah, and they painted them green colors that nobody wanted. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, like look at and this is the this is the perfect, this is the perfect dude to show you who's gonna drive the vehicle like this from the 90s. Uh this guy right here. Like, look. You pulling up in this, you're going to be the first one like, oh, I'm pulling up in that. I'm pulling up with my damn sandals on. I'm pulling up. Where are my girls at? Where the hoes at? You might as well uh, ride a tricycle. <laughs> yeah, man, you getting no. Tell me you getting hoes without telling me you ain't getting hoes in the 1990s. 71 miles per gallon. <laughs> So that's what that's what happened. And then Tesla threw the monkey wrench in the EV car system by making a attractive EV. This is just my historical perspective. We're going to get to the main event after we finish these. Shout out to T-Mon Jr. Coach. Is it possible for a high value target to be falsely alligatored by someone they never met? It seems like the media believes anything these skis will say. Shout out to all three of us on Rumble. Yes, it is possible. It is definitely possible. There are cases where, yes, the guy said, I don't even know this individual. I've covered cases, yeah. Angel Machine says, I'm tired of seeing men uh, like the talk show hosts undermining fathers to advance the lives of that mother. Aggression like hers has no place in the family. But nobody will call this out. Nobody will call this out, right? Um, we see that that mother's hyper-aggressive and she's using every tactic to shame the father. Um, if Even if he was active in the child's life, he would just be there and he would just be taking on a lot of emotional baggage that he can't help. I mean, he could just sit there. He could be present. He can't help. And he knows he's in a no-win situation. And, of course, the host of the show is going to do what the majority of the watching audience is going to do. So uh, nobody's going to say, Mom, you're a little aggressive. Nobody's going to say that. It's sad. Schedule P coach, the most well-mannered young black boys I've ran across lately were young men with their fathers. He says, when I hit 7-Eleven and the kids are with their mothers, they probably are, there's probably an 80% chance they're acting up. <laughs> we would need to see the data on this one, but highly likely, highly likely, we know this to be the case. And of course, if the kid's acting bad or poorly, they're going to say, well, the father should be there. You know, the father, if you were there, it would change the situation. Okay, can you be there without interfering with the father? 
That cannot be done. Can you be there without yelling at me? Can you be there without guilt tripping me? Can you be there and not interfere? No. Ultimately, your presence has to be in the presence of the mother, even if she's the manipulator. But statistics bear this out. Shan says, notice the Korean dude said nothing about personality, so he only likes them. He's fetishizing black women. All right, he's fetishizing them, but it is what it is. Craig Coleman says, seen a lot of dead Teslas in a winter storm in Texas. Yeah, but, you know, they're going to say it doesn't happen that much, so why worry about it? But it's very true, so we guys know this. But anyway, shout out to Mark says, thanks for advice on not smashing neighbors, all right? Coffee on me, indeed. You know, you're going to think, man, it could have been easy layup. Sometimes it's an easy layup, but I just advise to, you know, do your best to try to avoid that one. Where are we at? Craig says power companies can cut off electricity via remote. Can they cut off uh, power companies? Yes, they can cut off the electricity. Obviously, California has issues with electricity already, so I don't know how they would get around that. But, uh, yeah. So what if they what if you're charging your car and they cut the electricity off or there's a storm and the you know now the what if game. But doesn't doesn't mean I'm not going to get one at some point. All right, Thomas Cripps cuz says keep up the good work coach so I can focus on my career. So I can focus on my career. Mhm. Mhm. Hey, one of the things that women know is um a lot of women today in dating, one of the things they're using uh, that they know is not dating people in proximity or in good social circles. All right, did they cut me off of PayPal? They didn't cut me off of the damn thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, and women tend to want to date strangers. Why? Same thing as the um, reason why they don't want to date uh, people that they know because they'll be easily figured out. One of the red flags for you guys is women who only want to meet new guys, strangers, and they'll say all of the guys that they met in the past that hasn't worked out for them. Women know a lot of people. Women know a lot of people socially. She has friends at her job, friends at her school. She has family members, cousins, neighbors. You're telling me she can't find a mate through any of those sources, churches. There's no sourcing mates from that, that person. Any of these any of these sources, relatives, sisters, brothers, um, hiking clubs, gym memberships. She can't source anything. Walking down the street, <laughs> getting her oil changed at the day. She can't find one mate. Then that now you got the online possibilities. Nothing. A red flag to me is definitely a woman who cannot find mates in her own social circle. That woman is recreational material at best. Recreational material. All right, that's it. We going to have fun. Your practice. You're a concubine at best. Yeah, job. I mean, there's nobody that knows anybody. They go to weddings. They're bachelorettes. Not nobody. Nobody's funneling them. Nobody's funneling them any possibilities. Okay. Nobody's funneling them any possibilities. No, nothing. It's a red flag. And what they're trying to do is be sneaky. 
What they're trying to do is keep you in the dark about who they really are. And this goes for men too. They're trying to keep you in the dark about their activities, their whole activities doing. They're trying to, they're kind of trying to keep you mystified. It's a major red flag. So um, these are people, and most of the time, because they're like, what about the guys? Guys aren't trying to find relationships most of the time. They're trying to stumble upon one, but they ain't out here looking for one. They're trying to get somebody to drop that neck. But a person that can't, because what you want to know is, what you want to know is, I'm going to give y'all something, we're going to get it back to the show. What you want to know is, if this was the girl who peed on herself all through fifth grade, You'd find that out from someone who knew them, a relative. Hey, I met this girl, Tamika. Hi, Tamika. Oh, I know your cousin, Sasha and Alicia. All right, there's Sasha and Alicia. Hey, Sasha and Alicia, you're good. Hey, Tamika said good things about you. Tamika's going to be like, you know she used to pee on herself on the bus in the fifth grade. You know she was the hoe in ninth grade. She went buck wild and boy crazy when she was in ninth grade. She did the whole football team. Or you knew some dude that knew her. Damn, you dating Tamika? You made dating Tamika? She used to get busy in high school, Sean. She used to be out here reckless with her body. Or she was the nerd. She was super quiet. Or she stabbed somebody in the arm with a pencil. You know what I mean? She got suspended from class all the time. She used to ditch school. You know, <laughs> just like. Tatel Alicia and Sasha Alicia and all of them. They would know all of the details. You would know them. You would meet them right there. And they'd be like, damn, you rolling up with her? Bruh. Oh, man, you rolling up with her? She had one of the good ones. She wanted the last few good ones. You know what? If you didn't marry her, I would have married her. That's what you would want to hear. But see, social circle is going to reveal that out. You're going to get together. You're going to go to the church picnic. You're going to go to the church youth activities. You're going to go to these things, the church retreat, and all the bullshit going to be fed to you. Oh, boy. Listen, man. One dude going to come up. And you might want to pass this one up, man. You might want to wear five condoms with this one. So social circle is important. Anybody who tries to date and find romance in the absence of social circle is a big fat ass red flag. There's no bigger red flag than you need to know. And look, this goes for guys who do cold approaching and dating. Uh, we obviously know what you're trying to do. You're just trying to fornicate. Fine. Let's put it out there. You're not trying to find a mate. But if you, yeah, Deacon clap cheeks. But she's doing it all in the absence. They're like 38 years old. They're 38. Can't find nobody. Ain't using no social circle. Dating on the nose. Sneak dating. Bruh, no, no, no. Do not F around with that. You F around, you find out. Oh, man. Anyway, let's get to the show here. This part, this is the main event. This is the main event. Yep, you go to her high school reunion. You want to go see her college soror sorors. You want to see her the dudes, how the football players act around her. You want to see how the football players, oh, I knew him. I knew Dexter. He used to play football. Oh, at your school. Oh, he used to play football? Oh, cool. How you know Tata Alicia? Oh, Tata Alicia, we real good. We used to study together. There you go. All right, here we go. Is this woman wrong for ending a date with the man because he was, well, let's hear her say it right here. Let's give her the opportunity and see if she's wrong for this and maybe we'll put up a poll. Uh, 
Somebody said, listen to this idiot. Moose Hefner said, listen to this idiot. Let's go ahead and flash it up on the screen. There she is. Uh, another bird. She's a pretty Puerto Rican looking chick. She got raisin titties too. I'm with it. Okay, it's time for girl talk. So I just got back from going on one day. Man, they use this phone as their diary. Oh my lord. They got their phone in their hand all 24-7. This is their freaking diary. They are addicted to their phone. And men are addicted to video games. They got to talk to that damn phone all the time. Okay, girl talk. Okay, let's get together, girls. Girl talk to who? TikTok? Okay, I'm going to put a video. Girl talk. They can't put that. This is their third appendage. Appendage. Their phone. Her girl talk. So. I just got back from going on one date. This guy who... Was very golden retriever vibes. And I don't know if that makes sense to anyone. But it's just so nice, so kind. Like, I know if I dated him, he would never break my heart. And tell me why I'm just not into that. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, listen. It's done, man. Look, treat them bad, man. Treat all treat these hoes bad. <laughs> when you see a pretty woman, grab her by the hair, bro. Grab her by the hair, smack her on the booty. No, don't do this. Don't do this. But when you see pretty women, I often this list, late, ladies, pretty women. I'm just gonna tell you what I think about you. I often think about doing the most degrading, despicable things to you. If I see an average woman, I won't. I don't think these thoughts. But for some reason, when I see an attractive woman, I think of doing some of the most disgusting things to you. <laughs> like, I won't pet your hair. I won't hold your hand. I think about, what if I just told her to cock her head back and spit down her throat? Like, just... <laughs> Just as a possible. And why do I think that? People are going to say, coach, that's disgusting. Why? She just said it. She just admitted it. She just admitted it. She said, this dude's golden retriever-ish. He's a nice guy. He looks like the kind of guy that would never break my house. But guess what? I don't want that. I'm not attracted to that. Most uh, women like this, this woman, I'm saying attractive women. I'm not talking about naturally pretty women, but you will be surprised about them. I'm talking about made up vamps like this. Yamps, vamps, all of these women made up yamps like this. They like to be degraded. And they've been degraded their entire lives. They, yeah. Oh, manufacture beaches. Shout out to our boy. Um, why <laughs> do I can't think of his name? Shout out to you, do who I'm talking about. I should shout him out because um, it's reclaim the throne. Hashtag reclaim the throne. Manufacture bitches. You know what I mean? Like women that got breast implants and all of that. I'd be thinking like, just uh, here we go. Here, shove it on you. <laughs> Smack up like this, and they'd be like loving it. They love it. They love it. 
They don't not like it. Ladies, let these guys know. They do not like not like it. They want this shit. She's actually saying it right now. They want it. Ladies, let me tell you. Manufacture beaches. She's saying, I don't want no nice guy. Here we go. I'm not attracted to. I want to be demoralized, degraded. All right, let's go ahead and shout out to Quarantino to God. Here we go. Let's get back to this manufacture beach. Golden retriever vibes. And I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but it's just so nice, so kind. Like, I know if I dated him, he would never break my heart. And tell me why I'm just not into that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, um, dude, she's done some nasty things in her life, and she knows it. And one of the things about rejection, like, one of the things about when you get rejected from these people, you should find it a, be a complimentary. Because she's saying you're not nasty enough to, be to degrade me like I like it. You're not mean enough. You're not angry enough. They, they don't want you to be angry or bitter. They just want you to be just talk down to them. And then eventually, about, but you talk down to me. This woman has had collected so much DNA. And you trying to wipe these girls up. You trying to ask them, can you do X, Y, and Z? But they don't want you to ask. They want you to just do it. Just do it. Just take me. Just do it. It's a serious situation here. And I'm not telling you to do it. These women are volunteering for this. Like, I'm not lying, guys, when I tell you that I know that if I decided to give this man my whole entire heart, I would never have to worry about anything. But I left that date feeling like it's not enough. Man, we used to have to come up with these shows and come up with the content. Remember, we used to have to do this. We used to sit up here like, and women do this. And this is before Kevin Samuels was popular. We used to be like, and modern women, we wouldn't even say modern women. We'd just be like, and these women are saying this, and they're saying that. Women would come on here. Where are you meeting these women? One of the biggest saviors for me is TikTok. I no longer have to tell you what women do. They do it right here. They're giving you the details right there. They can't help but jump on here and tell you. This dude's so nice, she couldn't even do it. She's like, I can't do it. No, no. If I gave him my heart, I just could not. We thought social media was the downfall of society and downfall of men, right? No, this is helping us right now. They've given us the evidence, and they confirmed our sneaky suspicions. And I was a little bored. And it was supposed to be a dinner date. But the second I walked in there, like the conversation wasn't great. We just weren't hitting it off. And I was like, I'm not even going to try to have dinner because that'll extend this longer than I want it to go. So, yeah, had a couple of drinks and left. Now, here's the thing. And I hear her vibrator going off in the background. She I'm telling you, she did him a favor. So one thing I will big up her for is she said, you know what? You're such a nice guy. I'm not even going to do this. She was like, you're nice. Sorry, you ain't got the swag. You ain't got the energy. You don't, you're boring. You're predictable. Now, later on, she's going to want this man after she gets done riding the carousel, right? <laughs> she's going to want this guy. She's going to wish. She's going to say. What happened? Where 
And she's already old. She's already old. You can tell. She's already way older. She's pushing Larsa Pippen age. But she still has some sort of markers of attraction. She got good hair, and she can make up her face, and she's fit. Right? So people are going to, you know, you know, dudes, older dudes are going to show her the world. But at least she did him a favor and didn't proceed with the dinner date. But uh, I'm sure she's not lacking other opportunities here. But thank God. Let's continue. A couple of drinks and left. And now I have a date with this other guy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. This shit writes itself. Wait a minute, ma'am. Wait a minute. So how did you get the other date so fast? Here we go. These women are out here. Are you talking to anyone else? And your dumb ass says no. But they're talking to 50 other dudes lined up. Complaining that they can't find a man, but they out here serial dating like Captain Crunch. Wasted. No, she had his ass lined up. Remember when I tell you they're never single. Never trust a woman that comes up and says, I just can't find. I'm just single. No man likes me. Nobody be in my DMs. My 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 phone. What do they say when they say my phone? Oh, my my phone text messages are dry. My phone is dry. No one reaches out. No one text messages me. They got dudes lined the hell up. Let's listen to what she says here. This is this is comedy. Had a couple of drinks and left. And now I have a date with this other guy. Completely different vibes. I get player vibes. I get you're pretty, but like, let me put you in your place vibes, which you but also oh man man look oh, humanity. send it send it hey what do we now this doesn't represent all women we're just gonna see here men let's let me give the dating coaches a little bit of props because I'll be on y'all's neck. This is what dating coaches have been telling you guys from the beginning. Again, I don't disagree with all dating coaches say this right here is what dating coaches have been telling you. Why? They figured it out early. They figured this shit out way early. The football team figured it out way early. And this is because they had earlier exposure. They're the ones that had the girls at the locker room dropping neck at the football party, at homecoming, in the back door. They've seen girls do crazy, nasty shit since they were 15. When they were dating coaches, when they, before they became dating coaches and they were having success out here, they had the early exposure at 20 and 21 at the frat party, at the damn, at, 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 the, uh, at the university, in the dorm. And so for them, they had the early exposure to the point where they realized this. And then, you know, other guys were like, oh, I'm scared of women. And what do I say? And how do I say this? They're the ones that really figured out that they were these women were salami smugglers. And they didn't, what they said and what they wanted were two different things. I want a nice guy with a sense of humor who has a decent job, nine to five. He's balanced. He has his own house. He has his car. That's what I want. No, they don't. <laughs> That's not what they want. When you figure it out, it changes your life. Some men figure it out at 40. Some men figure it out at 30. Some men figure it out at 16. And it's a matter of when you figure this shit out. 
right? When you figure it out, and then when you put it into play, I have yet to smack a girl on the ass and her say, why did you do that? The last one that asked me why did I do that was my wife at the time. The last girl to be, um, and these are people that I, we've already been, the last girl that found it reprehensible for me to not grab on her other than a stranger. You see what I'm saying? They want to be slapped. The last girl that I pulled her hair was a black woman that had a weave on and said, don't not pull my hair. The rest of them said, pull it, pull it harder. Choke me, choke. Oh, the last girl I put right here, my hand right here, the last girl I put my hand right here that stopped me was never. Anytime you just be like this, just put it there. And they be like, okay. <laughs> right? Get him, daddy. It's a crazy show. <laughs> this is a crazy show. Somebody says show. It's crazy because a lot of women want the say they want the nice guy, but when they get the nice guy, they don't want it. This explains why a lot of women are single or a lot of women are looking to come out here in these streets. Remember? In these streets. This wife could not, this wife cannot help but say when she got out, if she got out of a marriage with her husband, she would be out here getting her hair pulled and choked. Okay, where is she at? I can't find her now. Here we go. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these <laughs> what? <laughs> I believe a dude should be tied up in these streets. Okay. Let's continue with her. Most of the time, guys, and most guys lose enthusiasm for this stuff because these people are a lot of effort. All right. And so this is why Chad's do pass these girls on. And these girls can't find dudes because they're the speed. Let's, let's go back to what she said here. So now she finds the guy that gets player vibes. I don't want any players. Bullshit. I don't hook up with first date. Bullshit. It's bull. Now the guy that gets player vibes and that, that she knows she's easily replaceable. She wetter than the Niagara Falls. Explain it. A couple of drinks and left. And now I have a date with this other guy. Completely different vibes. I get player vibes. I get you're pretty, but like, let me put you in your place vibes, which you, but also <laughs> there's something wrong with me. But <laughs> so these are the women you losing sleep over. Oh, coach, man, I bet this pretty girl in my apartment complex gym. This is who you're losing sleep over. Guys, when they reject you, if they do, they're doing you a favor. I'm actually really excited for this date because I know I'm going to have fun. Like, you know, when you just have banter with someone and you know without a doubt in your mind that you're going to have fun, that's going to be this date. Oh, man. So look at, look at this when she says banter. Banter. Have you guys noticed that? Some people say these people are toxic. Yes, they are. And, uh, you know, I know we have stuff to say about her. She would be considered attractive in many places. But she's asking for banter. She's not asking for a nice conversation. She's not asking you to get to know her. She wants banter. She wants toxic. She wants playful flirting. She wants aggressive foreplay and putting you on your place and 
Shut the hell up, bitch. And <laughs> this is crazy. But a lot of guys have to find this out the hard way, guys. Most of you guys cannot deal with this type of woman. You couldn't even deal with it. You know how, like, you find all those TikToks and people talk about love differently and how some people are like, you need to find that love that just, like, brings you ultimate peace and it's, like, almost boring? Is that for real? Is that for real? Because I'm doing this all wrong. And that just doesn't necessarily really appeal to me. I don't know. Like, who said that? in these streets yeah man y'all don't want to deal with these people man the jezebel spirit is strong here she wants drama and she's going to be forever single getting demoralized and degraded oh man 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 that's a tough one for you guys to hear so i want you guys to hear stuff like that i want to show it to you because a lot of you guys are losing sleep about people like this and you're trying to figure out how to meet women and attractive women like this. But a lot of them are full of drama. All right, super chat time. Somebody says, rational rationality. Coach, you need to write a book called All the Humanity. All the Humanity. All right, any women that uses breakup to make up sex, they will cause arguments to get what? Enthusiastic. Uh, some of your, you know, ex-spouses will do stuff like this. They're getting aroused. Uh, by the attention. JC says the movie called Who Deleted the Electric Car is a film on the history of the development of the first pro production EV. Wally Ripple is my friend's dad. I remember him talking about EV as a kid in the 90s. Interested to see what he would say. YouTube trash talker. My buddy drives a Tesla and prefers it to his SRT 10. I drove it and I'm sold on electric thinking about the Mustang Mach-E. But I, I'll keep my GM LQs and LS 6.6 liter, I'm assuming, platform for our backup. Yeah, if I did get a, sorry, I messed that up. So if I did get an electric vehicle, I will have gas powered vehicles still. Agent Machines, if she's a manufactured, this, you know what? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. I'm officially issuing a recall notice, defective suspension, drivetrain, and fuel pump, zinc, overflow, and flat tires. Lee Smith, the Larza Pippen clone, lip smacking is annoying as F. Black XXs do that when they talk. The B-Dub is the prototype for the modern XX and is how they act. That's true. I don't know if people notice that as well. And they've taken the worst of the stereotypes of black women, which is a stereotype, which, um, you know, black women have actually used as a stereotype themselves. They've taken some of these behaviors and mimicked them, facial expressions and neck movements and roles and, you know, movies have picked them up. But those those came from stereotypes of black women. Black women weren't overtly like this in public. It was the stereotype of not only the mammy, but also the sassy, um, the sassy, I keep forgetting the name. Excuse me for a second. But the sassy character of, give me the help, help me out. We were just talking, Sapphire. Thank you. Why couldn't it give the sassy Sapphire? Um, I've done an entire show on this one, which the Sapphire sassiness 
uh, was a black stereotype that they used in vaudeville and earlier um, earlier entertainment, which was a typically a large black woman who sassily disrespected her her buffoon husband. So this is when you look back at that stereotype and it was pushed through entertainment, earlier entertainment, namely one gone with the wind, if I'm not mistaken. Um uh the who was the black maid that won or was nominated for an Academy Award? She played a mammy slash sapphire. Then in all television shows, which we think are funny because obviously they're funny because we think they're black television shows. But what we didn't know was these weren't black television shows. The writers weren't black. Neither were the producers. Most of them were new, 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 new world order. Yeah. Hattie McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel was the earlier, earliest mammy. And guess what? They awarded her a award. You saw this with Precious. You saw this with comedies, sketch comedies, all the way from the 70s going into the uh, 2000s. Martin had a ma uh, sapphire. We talked about this. Um, George Jefferson. The, the, char the, the characters are built around the sapphire. Right? The sapphire. So that character, if black people, yeah, Monique, uh, with, if black people watched that television show, you thought it was a black television show, but it was not. Norman Lear it's not black. He's the producer, executive producer. And you will find out that even Good Times didn't even have black script writers for the majority of the show. But some of the characteristics, even J.J., his character was not a mammy, but is the buffoon. It is off of the step and fetch it character. His character was not even the main character until they slipped upon it and he became the main character. And so this is a stereotype. But we thought it was a black show, but it was not. It was not a black show. It was not written by black people and it was not owned by black people. But we carried on the stereotypes to Pam, Pam from uh, Martin Lawrence. Unfortunately, our women embraced these caricatures and then made it where that's how you're going to get an acting job. Then the greater population, the normies, use that stereotype as a, man, I'm going to tell my man off, disrespect my man. And then eventually, then the general populace picks it up. And, ah, and then now you see who? Gay men, trans people, white women, fat white women, uh, Middle Eastern women, Mexicans. They start mimicking the sapphire. Mm. Right? It's sad, though, but it's kind of the history of our country. So people will cry about racism, but um, I don't cry about racism very much. But I know that was done upon a group of people through some sort of mind control. That thought, and most of the time it's cute. It got laughs. You ever see a black woman around a lot of, uh, you know, that's a city-fied sapphire and she's around a lot of white folks? White folks that eat that shit up. Oh my God, Tamika's so fun. Tamika's so great. She's great to have around. Come to, you bring Tamika. <laughs> you sitting there, you come to the party. Hey, where's Tamika? She's such a riot. She's a hoot. Bring her around to the country club. Everybody enjoyed her. She was thorough entertainment. They want to bring her ass around. Where's Tiffany Haddish? Would you bring Tiffany Haddish? Bring her again. You should have brought her. Oh, my God. Call her. Invite her over. Invite her over. She's great. They'll bring that shit over because it's comedy. They just laughing at her. She's a buffoon. They don't like her. She's just entertainment. It's like at a slave plantation. Hey, you know what? We got the niggers in the back. And there's a really sassy black woman out there. You're going to love her. 
and they go out in the back, maybe sitting out there, chicken George be, and then the girl be out there, and I told you, and I told you. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's just dance, Ninja. Ain't nothing changed but the date. And they keep doing this shit over and over again. And I'll be looking like <laughs> Lizzo is that today. Lizzo is that. She's the mascot. She's the mascot. Lizzo is that today. There's nothing about Lizzo that we recognize her talent. She's just a clown. She's a buffoon. Nobody cares about what the hell she thinks. So it is what it is, dude. It is what it is. So anyway, it's an image that they allow to adopt. But I think it came from the idea that when they saw black people do it on television, that black people were controlling that imagery and it wasn't. Uh, Sanford and Son is another image of that, right? Um, Aunt Esther. Aunt Esther uh, was that. She was the sapphire on, on that television show. Ed, Nail Carter on Give Me a Break. Uh, just go down the roster of television shows. The most successful television shows had a sapphire. Even um, the Steve Urkel show. The Steve Urkel show where the woman go. <laughs> you know that shit was coming, right? They be like, and she just looked like that. Yeah, you fish eye fool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They all got a sapphire. Every no black television show does not have a sapphire character. They are going to do it, and the, you know what they're going to do it on? On the guy. The guy's going to be the idiot. But just to be honest with you, all television shows have guys as the idiot as well. It doesn't matter about race. So even uh, Norm uh, Cramden, uh, the Honeymooners, the dude, dude, the two dudes were the buffoons. Flintstones, the two dudes were the buffoons. George Jetson was a buffoon. He was always getting fired. Uh, you go down the line, the dude's going to be the buffoon at the end of the day. Uh, uh, everybody loves Raymond. King of Queens, Al Bundy, Family Guy. You know what I mean? It's it is what it is. Homer Simpson. So it is kind of like yeah. It, it's just a. It's just basically they just just take the show and just make a new character. <laughs> yeah, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Even the Fresh Prince. Sometimes even um, the Fresh Prince show had a dark skinned Sapphire mother who they replaced with a light-skinned Sapphire mother who was somewhat a passive-aggressive. Did you notice that? Okay. Did you notice that? Um, that the that the Fresh Prince show had the dark-skinned woman and she was too hyper-Sapphire. They replaced her, obviously. There was some background stuff. They replaced her with a light-skinned, passive-aggressive woman who tried to play a Pacifier, but it uh, she tried to play the Sapphire, but it did, she didn't pull it off. And they wanted the Sapphire one. They wanted the Sapphire one. Claire Huxtable played a Sapphire many times. Even Claire Huxtable played the Sapphire, okay? I'll tell you, remember when Elvin, Elvin would come in with his machismo and he would come in with his misogyny and then Claire was a professional, but when she wanted to blow up on them, guess what happened? They would all run and hide. Oh, shit, oh, you done said the wrong thing. And then Claire Huxtable would say, and then I don't care about better than She'll turn into a Sapphire. <laughs> so it's it's very very yeah the eye roll is very very a very prominent character but i would say black women that they 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 clinched onto that stereotype which was a racist stereotype they put it in the common society and then everybody else took off with it gays 
Latinos, Latinos, Latinas, Middle Eastern. They took off with it. And now today you have Lizzo. Mm. All right. Enough of this history lesson here. This this ninja history lesson wearing y'all ass out. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Where are we at? Demon Deacon OG, pretty thug, coach right on with these pretty pros. He says, I've done the most despicable, disgusting, reprehensible things to them. And when they paid for those implants, even better, he says, do not marry these pros. Get a passport. Do not marry them. Do not marry. Uh, when it comes to pretty women, they're giving you the signs of why to avoid them. All right. In terms of just using them as recreational material. Shout out to JC. Not me, coach. I had early exposure. I'm exhausted. And he says, Claire Huxtable's sister was a P-star, Vanessa Del Rio. No, 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 I don't think that too. I don't think that's true. His, her sister, her sister, you mean in the character? Her sister was Debbie Allen, who was the uh, dance instructor or whatever she was. That was her real sister. Let me see here. Yeah, it's Black History Month, so I gave y'all a ninja history lesson. <laughs> By the way, I took a college class on this from a very feminist, liberal black woman. She used to drop knowledge on us. So the class was a general ed class, and it was like for, I, I picked it, and it talked about media representations of black folks. And so I read all these books. This woman was a piece of, wow, she was a piece of work, bro. And she would come in and legitimately, purposely piss off white people. In that class. And a lot of white people took the class because it was like an easy A. Because <laughs> it was upper division general ed, like you were a junior or a senior in college. And you had to take it. They still made you take a general ed to give you diversity classes. So everybody went to like African-American studies to learn about television and film and media of black people. We were like easy A. She was a sapphire. Oh, man, dude, she would get up there very, very smart intelligent she had a phd all of that shit and she probably phoned herself to paris and she was a she was a um light-skinned sister she looked like she was from washington dc she had these little sister locks short hair short hair sister locks small she was probably in her late 40s early 50s okay good looking good skin she was a good looking woman and um oh my lord she would start pissing white folks off like crazy I would look around, man. The white people would be mad. And, and, and so white students tried to threaten her physically. Like she would, she went missing. Like she couldn't even show up to the class. She pissed some white students off so bad. It wasn't in my class, but she pissed them off so bad. They was looking for her ass. They was looking for her. They was getting after her ass. Boy, I was like, boy, oh boy. And she said she did it on purpose. She was like, I'm doing it on purpose. She was like one of these, I'm going to get revenge on white people, black women. I used to be like, man, this woman is brave. She would be up there standing. She'd be up there standing some crazy shit. But a lot of the stuff she was saying was somewhat, you know, she would show the evidence, right? And what I got from it was TV image media of black people. We've been fooled, man. We've been fooled. We've been fooled to mimic a lot of these images. And I, what I learned from this class, gangster rap is very, very guilty of this. Gangster rap is very guilt. Not only sitcoms, gangster rap itself. If you really want to admit it, gangster rap is a, was a powder keg. Following the crack era, the pushing of gangster rap, if you want to go into the details of it, it is bad. 
It's bad. It was they sold us something that did not exist. Oh, it was bad. And people warned us about it too. They warned us about it. Public Enemy and a lot of these East Coast groups, they were like, man, you know who's pushing that bullshit? Bent Boys in the Hood, Minister Society. That shit was somewhat real, but it was not even put in the full context. It celebrated, it glamorized it, right? And so then we wanted to be that, and it led to a lot of black-on-black -black crime. A lot of people lost siblings and children. Gangster rap was certainly manufactured. Bless the gangster rappers. I love you guys, and I listen to it. But if we really, if you go back and look at what happened, that imagery changed the community. You know what I mean? It was very much planned and organized and intentionally put out there. It was not by mistake. Um, the only mistake of it was that it took off. That was the mistake. Nobody saw that coming. But then when it got big and they saw the money behind it, go look at the earlier groups. They didn't dress like, they dressed like normal street guys. And then they started wearing these uniforms, khakis, you know what I mean? The the 51, the 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 fit the 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 Levi blue jeans, the Nike Cortezes. These were all prison issue clothes, sagging of the pants, uh, you know, Raiders hats, Kings hats, uh, paraphernalia uh, uh baseball caps that wore uh certain insignias that translated into gang man. It was an organized, specific campaign to get you guys into doing it. And then the suburban guys caught on. It's just a sad. And then Cypress Hill and all of the House of Pain, what did they do? Cypress Hill, House of Pain, they took the gangster image and started doing what? Ben Davis clothes, skater. They translated kind of skater into the, and then they got the white boys and the Latinos. Latinos. I say Latinos. And it was all. It was all pushed through. If you want to know, record executives new, 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 new world that went home and went to sleep nice in the suburbs of Agora Hills and Calabasas. And they had y'all out there shooting each other. And much of it was you praising death. Glorifying, glamorizing death as if it was nothing. Not only that, promiscuity disrespect of black women you know people call it out disrespect of women in general some of our greatest heroes of stuff that we mimic today came from rappers too shorty 40 and god bless these guys i'm not dissing them but this is how the shit like when i say it's a powder cake it was a powder cake it completely changed the direction of the black community every song that came out and then i mean listen anyway let me stop let me stop i'm telling y'all too much yeah, we going next level. See, I know more than just about women. I, I've been watching this for a long time. And listen, I still listen to gangster rap. I still listen to it. But some of your heroes died via gang violence, and they were millionaires and had the ability to be millionaires. Many of these people that took them out were allegedly the people they were closest with. Some of these unsolved murders. Man, I'm telling you, man, it is a bet. So Uncle Tom's had nothing to do. Uncle Tom's had nothing to do with the direction of the community, men leaving the community. A lot of the shit was self-inflicted by people in the community adopting these imageries. And now, guess what? The rest of the world has adopted it. Um, many of them, we are extensions of this menstrual show. 
We're the extension of the minstrel show. Some of our greatest people have died in blood and violence due to, and these are talented people. And if you listen to some of these men that create this music, these are very smart, intelligent men many of the times. They're not street. They, they take their advantage where they can, and they make some music out of it. And if they got to sell crack in the music and fornicate and they got to do these things and game bang and shoot people, they'll let them. But this is this is nothing different than this is nothing different than minstrel shows. This is nothing different than the chick chitlin circuit, in my opinion. But we got to make our money. This is nothing different than the stereotypes that have been pushed about black people. And then we do what? Uh, nah, 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 nah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, gold teeth. Everybody showing their gold teeth. Uh. It is extension of the minstrel show. <laughs> It is. Now, you can deny it. I know you can be mad at me, and I love it because I like rap, but it is. <laughs> but these guys are talented individuals, and they got to they gotta make it out somehow, and they did, and they used that vehicle to make it out. Unfortunately, it's cost the lives of many, many black men, not only through violence, but also through abortion, early termination of pregnancy, due to promiscuity, that's promoted. Back in the day, back in the day, you could not even get women to listen to rap music, let alone quote it. And one of the despicable things that I see is when women quote back rap lyrics from dudes being nasty. I, I, I That's a turnoff to me, especially if they're not black women. If they're white women, I don't know anything more disgusting than that. Then now you have majority women being pushed through the industry. Like men can't even get no, no nothing. Men are becoming the writers behind some of these women. Most of the people music that's pushed forward now is women degrading themselves, which is more degradation where the woman sees nothing more. You got Glorilla, you got Cardi B, you got that uh, Annie looking girl with the red, with the red wig. You have Saweetie. Um, <laughs> I'm telling too much truth. They getting me, man. New, 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 new world order. This is nothing. It, this is nothing but minstrel show. Nothing more, nothing less. It, the the only thing that has changed is the date. Meg the Stallion, um, yeah, Doja Cat, Lotto, yeah. These are that's that's what's getting pushed. Icy Spicy, <laughs> Nicki Minaj. That's what's getting pushed. And what? It's the vehicle through the black woman. The black woman is the push. And then what happens is younger black women say, that's what's popular. I'll be that. Sapphire. Sapphire. Sassy Sapphire. And they choose sassy, nasty Sapphire. It's their only ticket out. Then they're mad when somebody says, yeah, city girls. Then they're mad somebody calls them a stereotype. We don't all have attitudes. Okay, well. <laughs> shout out to andres he says hey coach said electrical vehicle oh wait said vehicle twice he says ev is electrical vehicle vehicle <laughs> he says hit me with the buzzer i don't know if did i say that mr by the mile here sorry he says been learning so much from you over the past five years he says channel has been almost four thousand subs and centers around my union career at AB Freight, ABF Freight. 
He says, I make around 150K a year now and pension and benefits have me at 185 to 200K a year. He says, started my second channel, a trucking man that centers around RP content. Thank you for, uh, thanks to you. I'm continuing to spread the message because Greg Adam is really the master of this game right now. And my hat is off and all my hairs are off to him. Shout out to you. He says, bald bearded gang in here. Hit him with the I got money and go ahead. I got money. Check out Mr. By the Mile. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to you, Mr. By the Mile. Congratulations, bro. Bro, bro, bro. All right. We can call each other bros if we on the same page. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Oh, one of the other movies, and shout out to NWA straight out of Compton. I came up on all that music. But if you go back and look at the movie in a proper context, you will see that they cre created and crafted this. They created and crafted this type of uh, imagery, and it was not out of reality. It was the reality that other people experienced. And so when they create, if you watch the movie straight out of Compton, it will make it make sense. This was not real. And they got around creative around it by saying, well, we're the CNN of the streets, right? We're just the CNN of the streets, but we're going to push it around here where everything we say is going to be like, as I'm doing it, but I'm not really doing it. But then what, what was the effect? Other people started doing it, right? I did. A, um, I used to go. He said that was Tupac for you. I used to go um, from city to city. And I remember I would go from one city to the next around the 1990s. And people was dressed like the album cover on NWA. I would see dudes wearing, and this is how sick it is and perverse. I would see people wearing orange jumpsuits with Department of Corrections on it as a outfit, a fashion outfit. I mean, how sick do you have to be as a society? How down bad as a society do you have to be to wear Department of Correction orange jumpsuits as a fashion plate? You got a sick society, and you're wondering, dude, there's no way I have this impact on the community. The community is sick. You got to be kidding me. But people did it. And people did what? Embrace death, jail. How, let me finish this. Finish this phrase for me and tell you how sick the community is. All my homies are either. Everybody knows this. And this is in no way true. This is in no way true. This is not true. All my homies are either. Finish the phrase. Everybody knows it. And it's bullshit. Because that's not true. I mean, listen, in many places and areas, it could be true, but that's not true. That's somebody that somebody put that in your head. Dead or in jail. And who would be saying it? Rappers. Then you find out rappers be taking ballet classes and shit. They be in ballet. Then you find their true childhood. Vanilla Ice ain't from Miami. He from Dallas. Uh, uh, Tupac ain't from Oakland. He from New York. Beat by way of Baltimore. He got pictures of him in a tutu and shit. Mob Deep, same thing. Jay-Z, come on, man. Ninjas on Dancing with the Stars. Ninjas going to school in the valley. Come on, man. 
We 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 gotta we got we gotta stop the shit, man. <laughs> oh, dudes was going to school. They went in college. They dropped out of college because they album dropped. These dudes were in college. They had college dudes that was making their demo tapes while in college. And then when they got they popped off, they dropped out of college talking about they from the hood. Come on. We gotta we gotta really talk about this, man. We got <laughs> we gotta talk about this. Dudes are really intelligent. Plies, little John. There's a lot of dudes that are super duper intelligent, guys. And it's all my father called this out long time ago. My father called this out a long time ago. My father, when 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 I would listen to rap, and my father is the uh, shout out to him, and we just bullshitting y'all. Uh, my father was a, a Christian music artist. All right, Christian musician. He's recorded several albums. He was he used to be on Bobby Jones Gospel. He was featured on Bobby Jones Gospel. That's how talented he is. He can play music. He was not trained. Me, him, him, and my brother got the musical gene. They can play several instruments without being trained, without any music sheets. All right. So look, my father used to say, "You know that's not real," and I'm like, "No, they keeping it real." <laughs> You know what I mean? Then turned into the white dudes in Malibu most wanted, right? I'm like, nah, they's real. And then we would be seeing uh, MTV Cribs. And my dad would be like, you know, that's not real. You know, it's not real. And I'd be like, nah, they live in that house, Sean. Sean, look at them, Sean. They made all that money, Sean. They got 5011 cars, Sean. This all real. Look at them, man. They got drapes that close up like that, Sean. They live in that house, Sean. <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there listening to like, what you talking about, man? Pops, you don't know what you're talking about, Sean. We keeping it real. And they go back to the hood and they donate. Sooner or later, and see, Pops, my Pops is the original Coach Adamas. He used to tell me, my Pops was very, very quiet, mild-mannered guy. He used to call out the bullshit right from the rip. And oh, sooner or later, we learned that they rented those houses. Many of them, not all. Many of them, it was true. You know, but we didn't know that we were misled, except for Red Man. <laughs> shout out to Red Man, Reggie Noble. Reggie Noble's house was real. <laughs> All right, shout out to JC says. Um, he says there's a secret meeting. G rap equals. Wait, there was a secret meeting. G rap equal prison pipeline. Indeed. Yep. And Ninja Snuggle says Joe Biden said uh, on the State of the Union that they're going to build five hundred thousand EV charge stations this year well here we go man here we go maybe they're going to catch up on the infrastructure no government name son he says coach it's sad that all of these young women on ig reels are getting 100k followers and they think uh they can give life and motivational advice what can a 21 year old woman that is famous for shaking teach the world sad but uh yeah it is the state of the platform Women can grow audiences very, very easily and fast. And uh, the funny thing about it is that they are objectifying themselves to levels that we could not even compete with back in the day. And obviously, they're objectifying themselves by volunteering, but still trying to make us out to be perverts and predators. It is mind-blowing, but this is the state of our country. This is the state of our country. I can't even try to explain it. This is why a lot of dudes are dropping out. They're not participating. Uh, they're buying women, they're renting them, they're flying. I mean, you know. And don't tell me, man or female, that you're not participating in this. 
right? So you can be up there. Well, coach, I'm not. Dude, we're all participating in it. It's all of us, right? It's all of us at this point. We we can't get around it. We're either consuming it, commenting on it, uh, dudes are sneak saving them, uh, liking them, commenting on it. Women are pushing it. Them own their own selves. Their friends are doing it. They're staying silent. We're all contributing to it at this point. So I don't want to hear anybody say, well, it ain't my fault. The only person that can say that is me. Shout out to John says, coach, they still, they still have it on BET, meet the Browns. Yeah. All they doing is just copy and paste, copy and paste. This is why I can't go mainstream because I call out stuff like this. Um, and before this, I don't know if you remember the gang banging, the gang banger uh, image. We talked about women volunteering for the stereotypes. Many of the early actors volunteer for the stereotypes as well. And the one guy that called this out was Robert Townsend when he made the movie. Um, I'm not sure if it was I'm going to get you sucker, but no, it wasn't I'm going to get you sucker. Robert Townsend made a movie about this in which he was depicting why black people sell out for certain stereotypes in Hollywood to push forth negative imagery. Hollywood Shuffle was the movie. Hollywood Shuffle. Thank you, brother. Hollywood Shuffle was the movie. And so Shuffle is what he was talking about. He called this imagery out. Uh, but black men who were very hungry, you know who's doing this now? These people's probably watch me, but I'll be calling a ass out. You know who's doing this now? That's doing pretty much, I found, I find this like despicable type uncomfortable imagery of black men. And he's pretty unapologetic about it. And, um, I don't know if it's that he's trying to be funny, but I find it like, wow. I mean, the guy who does this now, not Tyler Perry, but he does it. No, um, is um, he's a muscle muscular guy. He's a muscle guy. And he'd be on there like yelling and. um, And he was uh, he was saying that some some Jewish executive grabbed him by the balls at a at a thing. What was this? What's this dude's name? Somebody's going to say. it. Terry Crews. Terry Crews, Terry Crews, Terry Crews, he takes up any, <laughs> hold on for a second, and it ain't even funny, dude, I'll be like, uh, I saw him on a commercial recently, let me see something, I'm going to show you, I'm, I'm going to show you, I, I, I'll show you what I'm talking about, Uh, here we go right here, when I saw this commercial, it was a damn honeybee commercial. The bumble, what's it called? Honeycombs and shit. I was like, I was like, man, that ain't it. I was like, man, what do we do? Man, look, man, people got to pay their bills, man. <laughs> people got to pay their bills. But I'm like, dude, you can just you can just start YouTube, bro. You don't need to do this. Hold on for a second. You you don't have to do this, man. <laughs> you don't have to do. I know we all got bills to pay, bro. Hey, if you just wanted me to help you start a YouTube channel, you could be. I don't know what they paying you for this, but I don't see it. I, I listen. If I get the selling out like this, bro. I am definitely about to get a bag. I'm about to get a bag. 
Like, but what happens is you get addicted to the money. You know what I mean? You get addicted to the money. So you got bills to pay. Uh, but there was another movie about this and we got to get out of here. The other movie that was like this, that explained this was, um, I think it was called Mo Money, not Mo Money. No, that was another movie. It was an early movie with Holly Berry. And it was about a newscaster. I think he was from Atlanta and he started off black, but then he started turning white. I always never can think of the movie. Anybody remember this? This was like in, uh, not CB4, but CB4 did talk about the gangster image. But this was a movie back in the day. Was it Money Talks? That might've been it. Money Talks. Was that it? No, that wasn't it, but that did, that did that. Strictly Business. I think that was what it called. Strictly Business movie. It talked about kind of how this happens. And this happens on YouTube. Oh, that was it. I think it was. It was an early Halle Berry movie. Was that the one? I think that was the one. Strictly Business. It covers that as well. So sometimes they tell on themselves. This was like Holly Berry's first, one of their first big movies. Strictly Business. That was it. Shout out to the chat, man. Y'all be on there. Y'all be on shit. Or no, Living Large. Was that the one too? Was it Living Large? Maybe it was Living Large. Let me see something here. I think it was Living Large. That was a different movie. Living Large. I think it was Living Large. Yes, it was Living Large. Wait a minute. Yeah, because it was with the dude that was in Living Single. It was this movie. He was a news reporter. Yep, this is the one. Yeah, see there, look. See, he kept, like as he kept moving up, he was turning white with T.C. Carson. That was the one. Thank you, brothers. It was him. So as he kept moving up in the corporate world on the news, Oh, they don't like this one, man. New, 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 new world order. He started turning into a white dude, and he started leaving it to the <laughs> That was the one. Thank you, brothers, for that, man. Living large. That was the one. Shout out to the old heads. But this stuff ain't, this stuff has been around for a long time. Living large. That was it. With TC Carr. It was before he was on Living Single. Go check out that movie if you can. CB4 was another movie that kind of touched on that, uh, the creation. I'm black, y'all. I'm black and black, the hip-hop music. He said, that's Don Lemon. That is Don Lemon. All right, man, look, let me check the Super Chats and we're going to get out of here. But, yeah, shout-out to JC says, this. there's a secret meeting, G-Rap equals the prison pipeline. All right. Anyway, man, oh, Bamboozled is another one. If you want to see another one, Bamboozled is another great movie that depicts this as well where they had the minstrel show, the tap dancing, uh, sleep and eat, sleep and eat. And the executive was a what? Who's the executive played by? New, 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 new world order. Executive was played by um, Michael Rappaport, and he represented the music industry, and he manipulated them, and he had them out there sleep and eat, man tan. Bamboozle's a great, and you can barely find Bamboozle. You can barely find it. Why? Because it would wake people up. They actually banned Bamboozle when it came out. Spike Lee put that movie out and they banned it. They was like, no, nah, we ain't showing that. Why? Anyway, since they get in my stream, I'm going to get up out of here, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Yes, Bamboozle is hard to find. Black History Month class today. Don't ever say I didn't do anything for Black History Month. Shout out to the coach gang. We out. Okay, Peace. biggest turnoffs.
biggest turnoffs, attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type.